Hello, Internet, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Gamma Corner Podcast, where your geek slash nerd discussion podcast when we take one topic from TV, movie, video game, book, whatever you feel like talking about that day, and we bat around until we get bored. I'm, as always, your host, Patrick. With me is my co-host, Jared. Say hi, Jared. I am the dark magician, Jared. The master of the dark magics. Okay. Because I don't want to learn uh, <laughs> the natural magics of the world badly enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today we're talking. Hang on, me. Today we're talking. We're doing our uh, Dragon Prince season three re- recap. Uh, to you know, for any- if anybody needs it to get ready for season four, which just came out recently. Yep. Um, season three came out a long time ago, so there will be no spoiler warning on this. You've had plenty of time. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this is also somewhat of a review for it as well. Um. Uh. Also, this these are special episodes because. Uh, my very first episode was uh, going over this and doing a review uh, of season one right before season two came out with Pat. Yeah. So that was that was where that's where we started. Uh, uh, was that was that that was that really your first, ep- my first, first episode? My first episode. My very okay. first episode was the uh, uh, was the Dragon Pinch review. Oh okay. Yep. But yeah. Um, so without further further ado. Um, cause we, we did rewatch these. Um, yeah. it's not, it's not, like we're trying to re- recall from a uh, first watch. Uh, so how'd you enjoy your rewatch of season three? Was there anything, uh, different for you? So it, it has been a while. Um, and, uh, and my, my brain is as such that the longer I get, the further I get away from something like, uh, the, the less the details will matter. And I'll just remember like the really strong, like hints and emotions, um, or something, uh, uh, like my brain works is what I call like a filing cabinet system. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and as such, sometimes the dossiers and the documents get old and moldy. Uh, like, uh, everything's kept in like a wet warehouse. Yeah. I I don't, I don't have the same problem, but I can relate. I have some, I have, I do have problems as well, (laughs) but, uh, I actually might have liked the season more on this rewatch, and I loved it when when it came out originally. I might have watched it, uh, loved it more now than I did even then. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that uh, if I had caught it on my first rewatches, they didn't stick with me, and now they one thousand percent. I don't think I would forget them again oh, for the yeah, things for, that for the there, things there, I noticed. There are a lot of like little Easter egg bits that I I caught on the rewatch that I loved. Yes. Um. There. There's just overall like. I can pretty much tell you, I very much, I very much enjoyed this on the second pass through, uh, more than the first pass through. Um, I do have mo- most of the gripes, most of the world building gripes, I still have. Um, I haven't started season four yet, Jared. I know you started the yeah. started a little bit of season four. Yeah, I'm about four episodes in. Yeah. Um, so for all I know, my gripes may have been addressed already. Um, but. I will say for for one thing, I I have I have been trying to get over my uh, fantasy baggage, <laughs> um, and I thought I had made a lot of progress. First episode of Dragon of Dragon Fruit season three um, was named Soul Regum after yeah. the former Dragon King Soul Regum. Yep. Two minutes into hearing him talk. I was racist again. 
it was it was like a fucking werewolf transformation. <laughs> what uh what what got you, Pat? With him him looking at the ancient dark mage and going, but you are lesser beings. Yeah. Um, first episode opens up uh, with telling the story of, of a particular ancient dark mage, seemingly the first uh, dark mage. Yes. Um, and him meeting with Sol Regum, the the Dragon King before Thunder. Um, as Sol Regum is telling him, you need to forsake dark magic, um, because it draws on the life and magic of other creatures, which is true by va- by vague definition but in practice of of what we've seen it doesn't seem that evil um like no it like the the way so regum says that you you tear the life and magic from the creatures to to use your power which you know any dragon does that when it eats something as well yeah kind of um most of the creatures that you see um that like get drawn out of uh, are like things that, if in a typical fantasy setting, you'd be like, oh yeah, well like technically, you know, your spell component pouch has like Eye of Newt and shit like that in there. Yeah. You 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 don't um, uh, you don't sustainably harvest Newt eyes. No. Uh, <laughs> you just kind of pick it up as you go. Yeah, like uh, like you know, so mo- most of it. Now to be fair, like there are instances we definitely see of drawing from other living creatures to do magic that is an advanced uh, ability of using dark magic but it's not the like the most powerful people that we see in the series on the regular do it uh, is Claudia and Viren and neither and even, and even that's not like that's not their that's not their like open carry spells yeah that's those are those are almost always used in like extreme 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 uh, situations. Uh, and even then, like, the ones I can think of were almost also used to just save someone else. Yeah. With, the except, with one big, big exception at the end of the season that we'll, we'll get to. But that was also... That also had its own caveats and stuff to it as well. Um, yeah, one of the things I actually do like about how they've done up the magic system is I will say that it does... Um, it's not fully black or white. Like, dark magic does have its merits. Especially given the fact that, um, from what we do know of Zadia and good, alright, uh, for what we know of Zadia and uh, the Human Lands, which I don't remember, like they always just call the Human Lands by like the kingdoms inside them, like Catullus. Uh, yeah, I, I know it's collectively called, like, the Five Kingdoms. Yeah, but, like, Zadia just refers like to all the land controlled by dragons. By, by dragons. Uh, the human, the Five Kingdoms, there's Catullus, Durin, and then the other kingdoms are named. Ne- yeah, but, Neolandia. Yeah, Neolandia. And a couple of others. Because um, I remember that that, sound, that sounded like the uh, the Dark Souls place. <laughs> New Orlando? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and Orlando. Um, yeah, so... Noodleudlia. That's actually what I was going to say. Yeah. That's what it sounds like, but... Um, but yeah, like, it, the, the human lands don't have a collective name for them, but we also know that magic is is less there. Yeah. Like, it's... Like, the dragons have all of the resources 
and all of the power, and humans and humans are, are basically uh, from from the way that it's talked about living in caves and barely fucking surviving. Yeah, um, uh, the uh, the environment is less like uh, is less bountiful. Um, like food is scarcer. Just everything is kind of worse in the human lands pre us getting dark magic. Um, so considering like how the the elves and other and all of the magical creatures of Zadia talk, like yes, uh, the humans have to do some shady shit to survive, but also like uh, they should. Yeah. Like, everyone else is living in these privileged-ass positions, and uh, and so them being like, well, yeah, but we're one with nature, and it's like, well, yeah, it's easy for you to be one with nature when nature favors you. Like, like there, there is little... Like, well, the humans should just pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah, that's how it comes off a lot of times. So, like, it's hard to, like, fully hate Viren... Or people like him, or even King Heron, uh, Harem, Hera, um, when like he has to do, like when he does things which are often motivated by revenge and hate. It's like, yeah, I get why they're like that. Yeah, um, like they don't get the advantages that everyone else has. Um, and then the dragons go, and then Sol Regum goes to an like insane ultimatum. Like they go from zero to sixty. Yeah. And that opening conversation with Sol Regum, so quick, it is baffling. Like, Which, like it, the, what it, what it is is because I mean, there's no says he going going around it. Yeah, he says either give up dark magic or you see that town in the back in the background. The huge I, kingdom. Yeah, I promised your safety. I will burn that to the ground. Every man, woman, and child, unless you for unless you give up dark magic and damn humanity to like squalor and death. Which is what the uh, the mage points out. He's like, um, he was like, we need dark magic to just give us our a fighting chance in this world. And he's like, I don't give a chance. I don't give a fuck about your fighting chance. Uh, I'll kill every human before I allow you to in any way uh, test the test the system. Like, um, like which in a lot of ways makes Dragon Prince surprisingly woke. Yeah, <laughs> just in like. Uh, in, in the, like, cause there is definitely a systemic inherent racism. Um, but it's almost always humans are like the, the triumphant, which was really, which really writers, is this why you allowed us to have a black king? <laughs> yes. Because all humans were, were, were basically black people in this world. Yes. I, I fully believe that. <laughs> cause goddamn. <laughs> That's why it makes sense. Like it, it, I, I feel like I literally just w- jumped out of the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> um, it's, uh, but like you don't normally get that. Normally, like the dragons are, sp- are supposed to be super rare and blah blah blah. And well, they still are rare. We only see like we do. We see most of. We see the most that we've ever seen in this season. Yes. But even then, that's not a lot compared to how many uh, well, elves and everything else we see. But I mean, they, they are like the higher class of being. Yeah, typically they they are more aloof and you know. Out beyond the concerns of mortals, and, like, and that is not the case here. Like in most settings, a dragon is like the closest you're going to come into the physical realm of meeting a god. Yeah, um, and in this case, it's kind of the same thing. Only like only these are much more malevolent gods. <laughs> yes. Um, so that opening exchange is like extremely extremely meaningful. Like 
Uh, it definitely like sets the tone because like if you watch it and come across like one side is fully correct here, you're not really right. But I will say that like um, you should be sympathizing with the humans here. Like yeah, like it's easy to call dark magic evil because it's literally called dark magic. Yeah, and because it li- it does draw off life forces, but most of the life forces you see are like frogs and butterflies. Yeah. Like, you know, or like, a, like I'm sorry, a deer had to die so that Soren could walk again. I I don't cry. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, like, uh, we live in the backwoods of Alabama. People hit deer all the time out here, just purely as an accident, and it's an awful thing. But they also hunt them and eat them. <laughs> yeah. Um, or if a uh, if, if friend of the show Bryce was here, he would tell you about how they won't stop fucking on uh, on his front lawn. Yeah, like they are very much viewed as vermin, um, you know, by <laughs> a lot of people here. Yeah. Um, the, or the, or Viren, like, oh, he, he fucking raises butterflies so he can, like, suck the life out of them so he looks, you know, normal looking. Yeah. Okay. We do worse for that than for our actual cosmetics in real life. Yeah. Like that's it's not much of anything. Like the, these aren't sentient creatures. Yeah, even then, like you know, the 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 only like the sentient creatures that are the closest thing you would call a sentient creature would be like the I forget what's called like the pyroclash, some that big rotten monster from season two. Yeah, yeah. That that they had to kill um, to harvest its heart. And even then, we don't really know if it was sentient. It seemed to be just a like an elemental. Yeah. Um, and even then, yeah, it died so that like a hundred thousand people could live. Like, you know, is and it's even then, it's not like they came to this lightly. No, like honestly, like they they like uh, they give they they give when they have to make tough decisions. They let they let it be known that for everyone involved, it's a tough decision. Yeah, and they do exhaust pretty much every other alternative before they get there. Um. But uh, but yeah, so we we see this exchange. We see that um, when the uh, when the dragon does decide to go burn down the city because the dark mage stuttered in his response, uh, Solregum, uh, uh, which honestly, Solregum probably would have burned to the ground whether he agreed to it or not. Yeah, just uh, just to confirm, like like it was shaking hands for him. Yeah. Um, uh, but the dark mage does like throw out a spell that and, blinds him. Uh. That that blinds Solregum and it costs the mage's life. Um, and uh, I believe uh, was was he using the same staff that Viren has? I can't. It remember. looked similar. It had some extra shit on it. Um, because like Viren's staff like folds down as like a cane. Yes. Uh, his was like kind of just a looked like a regular staff. Okay, I, I couldn't it, remember. He did say that the staff was a gift. Um, presumably from Erebos. Um, Without giving anything away, well, that, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's my that's my theory. It hasn't. I haven't started season four. I am guessing that the staff came from Erebos. I, I was all I was gonna say was in season four, um, Viren staff has a name. Oh, okay. Like it's it's a named item, and when they're like, uh, and something happens to it because it's Viren staff, and uh, the elves are like, oh shit, uh, the staff of something something uh, something such is gone. Yeah. Like, it's a big deal, just even without Viren holding it, that, that staff. So it, it has significance in and of itself. Um, but uh, that cuts us to, in the present time, in our main storyline, as it were. Yeah, the first the first episode is really, is just, uh, they're at the border of Zadia, 
It's Rayla, Callum, and Zem. Zem. Uh, Ezrin is already headed back to the human kingdom with uh, Corvus. Yes. Um, the best, uh, one of the best characters. Ezrin or Corvus? Both. But Corvus. I, I, <laughs> I, have, I have a very strong love of Corvus. I do think he's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just, the whole episode for them is just trying to get uh, across the, uh, across the canyon that Sol Regum is guarding. Yeah, he, gu- he guards the border to, uh, to Zadian. Yeah, now that, now that Thunder is dead. He's probably been doing it this entire time, honestly. Yeah, maybe. And, you know. And he does just straight up, like, fire breath. Uh, like, any noise that, like, is too noisy. Like, he's paranoid. Yeah. Well, he, though he also, you know, knows the smell of human. Uh, he knows the smell of human who has used dark magic. Yeah. Um, because uh, when he, they do approach him, they do try reason. Um, uh, they, it was their last option. <laughs> yeah, it was the last option. They did not option. want to try reason. They wanted to sneak across and, and it was not working. And, and after having uh, seen, you know, Sol Regum and how he is with people, I understand why reason is your last resort. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sol Regum, once again, uh, Pat is not wrong to go full-blown racist on him. Sol Regum was like, oh, I'll kill the Dragon Prince if uh, before I let a fucking human come into my kingdom. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> and 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 Callum, Ca- Callum, give give the boy credit. He's like, you know what? Fine, you your 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 border, your rules. Uh, Rayla, you take Zim to his mother. I'll go back. No harm, no foul. No one has to die. So I was like, no, no, no. See, I know you exist now. Yeah. So you're going to die. Either, either just you will die, or all three of you will die. Yes. Because you are here, I will not allow... I would be willing to kill the Dragon Prince just to make sure I got all of you. Yeah. Um, and uh, through various trickeries and tricaneries, uh, they are able to get past him. Uh, yeah, like... Uh, and that's pretty much all the first episode is, except for the B-plot, which is... Um, Ezrin taking the throne. Yeah. Uh, Ezrin, uh, comes in and he Taking all the jelly tarts he could want. Yes. Uh, now that he's discovered he is king, he is a, um, maniacal king who, uh, functions purely off of jelly tarts. Yeah. Um, it, uh, that baker, um, does not deserve the wrath of the king. Uh, (laughs) although the baker's actually really cool, so. Um, but... Uh, Ezrin, Ezrin doesn't even put on the crown for like till the end of the first episode. Instead, he carries it around with him in his hands. Yeah, like he doesn't want to bear the weight of it. And uh, and I don't blame him because holy fuck, does shit go left after he puts it on? Yes. Uh, which we'll get to that in a second. But like, and the, like in the first episode, like uh, Ezrin was Ezrin is nine. That yeah. is how old he is. Um. So, uh, like, he really hadn't been prepared, uh, like, he had not been, like, really trained or educated yet on how to rule. Yeah. Um, and it's very, it's made very clear that, um, like, in flashbacks and such that, uh, no, Harrow, Harrow just wanted his son to be his son for as long as he could. Uh, because he was still young. 
Yeah. Like, Harold was a young man still. Um, it's not it's not like he was getting ready to die of old age or anything. Yeah. Um, so he thought he had plenty of time. He didn't expect a bunch of uh, Moonshadow elves to come in and uh, ruin his day. Well, yeah, but, you know, when you walk the path of vengeance, dig two, dig two graves. Yeah. So, um, uh, so like, Ezrin uh, has to, like, learn to deal with the mail, which, uh, since no one had been on the seat, they had, like, 140 messages or well, something like that. Also, the Crowmaster still isn't back. Uh, uh, don't, I'll go ahead and tell you from uh, being in season four, don't ever expect the Crowmaster to be back. Motherfucker's still gone? Uh, the guy who was the, uh, Crow Lord? Yeah, his assistant? Yes. Um, uh, he is still handling the mail. He is now the assistant Crowmaster. <laughs> he has gotten he a promoted. Promo- he's, he's actually gotten a promotion. Oh. He's the assistant Crowmaster, so now he's, like, second to the Crowmaster. Um... This is three seasons, and we still haven't seen the Crowmaster. I don't think we ever will. Uh, I'll tell you in like episode one, uh, Callum goes to the like the the mess the the, the roost, and uh, all you see in there is the uh, the assistant Crowmaster. Jeebus! <laughs> it's a it's a good running joke. I actually do appreciate it, but uh, it is nuts. Um, so yeah, like. Uh, even trying to shorten it down to just the urgent messages, uh, it's clear that like Callum's already like that. Uh, Ezra's already getting exhausted, having to go through these things. Yeah, uh, and a lot of it's on things he wasn't briefed on. Well, a lot of it is is not, not only stuff he wasn't briefed on. A lot of it is stuff that he's having to pick up from uh, when uh, uh, Viren was acting as regent. Yes, um, like it is. It is here that we learn that. Uh, several of the neighboring uh, monarchs have been killed uh, because of the, uh, you know, uh, the uh, shadow demon spell that Viren did in season two. Yeah, essentially did the thing that like the the woman in red did in Game of Thrones. Yeah, the 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 shadow demon baby spell. Yeah, uh, very very similar to that. Uh, but yeah, so like. Ezrin doesn't know about that. Ezrin clearly, like, you learn pretty, you realize pretty quickly, Ezrin wasn't even really briefed on everything that happened that Viren was doing. Yeah. Because um, he's pretty shocked by a lot of the allegations that start flying around. Um, and right. he also immediately, like, almost like, like, he almost, like, walks into the throne room for the first time to be king and has brought two of his closest confidants, told that, hey, they were trying to kill you this entire time. Um... How and when should we kill them? <laughs> yeah, they they bring in uh, Soren and Claudia. Yeah, and Claudia fully fully backs uh, Viren. Like, does not believe that her father w- would have it in him. She thinks that Soren has misheard uh, his orders, uh, and but Soren fully believes in what he like. He Soren knows what he knows. Well, Soren, like, Soren knows what he was told to do. Yeah, like S- Soren's dumb. He ain't that dumb. Um, and so, and I love Soren. Soren might actually be my favorite character. It's hard to hate him. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Soren might legitimately be my favorite character in Dragon Prince. I love him so goddamn much. Yeah. Um, but, like, he's fully like, we're guilty. Do what you have to do. Yeah. Um, but Ezrin's not prepared to make that type of decision yet. Especially with not all the details known. Well, he's also he's especially not trying to hold the children, for because 
they're pretty much they're 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 in chains because they're Viren's children. Um, yes. The kingdom doesn't know that they were sent to kill the princes. Um, he like he just he just knows that he doesn't want to hold them to task for what for shit Varen did. Yes, which is an established thing about Edrin's rule. Is like that's like the big thing for um, him. Not not holding not not judging the son on the sins of the father. Breaking the cycle. Yeah. Yes. Because that's also you know why they why he's why they're sending Zim back to his mother as opposed to killing him. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so he, he, he orders that their chains be kept on just for safe, uh, just, just until they have more information, but that they should be taken care of and well taken care of. Like he, he, his, his first order is for them to be fed. Yeah. Um, which is not insignificant. Um, and, uh, and they're taken down to the dungeons and Viren fully like Claudia, Claudia actually does have faith in Ezra and says like, he thinks for himself. Yeah. Like he's a kid, but he does. He's not gonna just listen to uh, the sycophants around him. Like he'll he'll come to his own decisions. Uh, Soren is like, yeah, but we're guilty, <laughs> and you know we are. <laughs> um, uh, Varen completely throws Soren under the bus, uh, so that it, so that he can not have Claudia pushed away from him uh, under the orders of Erevos. Yeah, uh, Erevos like uh, is his little bug buddy. And uh, I don't think it's in this episode, but it really doesn't matter which episode because Varen has like kind of like no plot line until he's fit, until like episode three or until four. Until he has all the plot. Until he has all the plot line, but uh, uh, his bug buddy kind of stitches up his eye uh, with silk that allows uh, Erevos's projection to be seen. Yeah, uh, the bug is not Erevos; it is actually its own separate creature um, that will come into play next season. Uh, but it, it's not Erebus specifically. Yeah. Um, Still creepy though. Yes, uh, it's it's awful. Um, like him him silking up Viren's eye. I, I on the rewatch, I physically recoiled. Yeah, it's 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 bad. <laughs> um, uh, that being said, uh, one of the things that it's a small detail. It comes in like episode seven or eight. But when people notice that he's talking to this thing and that he has it in his in his ear. Um, he refers to it as his animal companion, uh, as, as his uh, familiar. familiar, as his familiar, which is like, hey, that's a great little D and D touch. I mean, that's a, that's a nice setting thing because uh, we haven't seen any dark mag- any dark mages with familiar. Like Claudia doesn't have one. Um, you know, uh, Lunella technically has uh, Fifi, but that's not really a familiar. I don't know if that's a familiar, or just an animal companion. Uh, it could be both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, technically, Ezrin is something of a uh, of a. He's a familiar mancer. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, with bait and everything else that just comes across his path. Yeah. And the other the other storyline that's also happening um, in the back is the border storyline has continued. Yeah. Um, um, you know the uh, Catalysis, uh, you know border defenses, also known as Queen Amaya, um, <laughs> is holding off the entire Sun Elf contingent. <laughs> You know, I don't agree, I don't disagree with about King Amaya, but uh, that is a hell of a way to put it. Yeah, but she decides to blow it. I'm up. sorry, did I, did I call her Queen Amaya? Yes. Uh, sorry, uh, Aunt, Aunt Amaya. Uh, you know, that's I was like Captain Amaya. I was like, you ain't wrong. <laughs> uh, Grin meets up with her finally. Yeah, they have uh, their reunion, and uh, and then just in time for her to be like, all right, we're, we're blowing this joint. 
Uh, we're destroying everything. Yeah. Uh, let it fall behind us to just uh, rather than risk anything here. Um. So uh, that's what they do. Uh, only uh, the the sun elves manage to pull uh, the uh, fuses uh, from the uh, bombs before they can go off. So Amaya goes in there to single-handedly uh, take care of business herself. Like I said, because Amaya is 90% of uh, Catalysis' military strength. <laughs> Uh, I mean, to be fair, like, Soren is, like, uh, is not in... He, he's five. He's five. <laughs> <laughs> like, the like, rest of the kingdom is the other remaining five. <laughs> it was like... Uh, Soren ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't take out Soren from that equation. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Um, uh, and so she gets... Uh, all, all I'm saying is, without Amaya, Catalus would have fallen years ago. <laughs> Uh, and she mostly Captain America's it. Yeah, because every time she gets a sword, the damn thing breaks. Like swords do her no good. Uh, but she she does have a like one final confrontation with the leader of the uh, Sun Elves. Um, but she does lose. Uh, the bombs go off. Like she gets knocked off the edge. Well, she she manages to blow the bombs. Yeah, she does. She does what she was there to yeah, do. Yeah, she, she she accomplishes she accomplishes her objective. Which she was sacrificing herself to do anyway. She didn't expect to survive it. Yeah. Um, but the Sun Elves take her prisoner. Um, uh, she does. She does like rescue the enemy Sun Elf leader from like falling into lava. Um, like pulls pulls her up over the cliff. Uh, yeah. Right before she right before she's captured. Yes. Um, because um, uh, Amaya is honorable. Yeah. Um, uh, very much so. Like. Uh, We'll get back. We'll get back on what happens with Amaya in a second. Uh, also, after this, because we skip kind of skip a bit in uh, Caleb and Rayla's story. Well, they, 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 all these all of these stories yeah, are all, happening. All these are happening at the same time. We just be kind of get, let it, letting it flow around us. Um, they have made a Zadia, and we do meet. We do finally get to see Zadia, where Rayla was saying like magic is literally in everything in Zadia. Yes, um, um, like Callum has uh, his little like magic detector box, the the, and, the Erebos cube. Yes, and it goes off for dirt. Yeah, and he fucking pops for that. He was like magic dirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, do you want to just kind of like take a storyline to its logical conclusion, like up to the up finale, to the breaking up to? The, oh, I'm gonna go like just up to its breaking point. Okay, let's we'll um, do that. It's probably easier to keep track of that yeah. one anyway, um, since they don't really. Connect. Like, yeah, I just I just wanted to make mention of like some of the some of the cool things you actually get to see like like the fart flowers. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I was I was let's just we'll just stick we'll stick with them until it's appropriate to go back. Yeah, and the 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 adore burbs. I so here's the thing about Zadia. Um, rewatching it made me go. You know what? I'm gonna buy the uh, the RPG book. Oh yeah, uh, same here. Yeah, I'm gonna buy the RPG book. I for like, I'm a I'm a sucker for old school like Jim Henson style. Everything around you is familiar to our world but also different in this wonderful magical aspect so like the fact that like everything that you look around and you see you're like oh that, that's a we have that but it's like something special and wonderful and really ridiculous like they have uh like seedlings that like fly uh only theirs are you know uh the size of trees in and of themselves yeah and uh they can ride on them to uh to fall great distances uh the the fart flowers like Pat is using its most basic name, 
Uh, well, Rayla <laughs> has like three names for him. She has like so many names that are just like uh, all of the like they're like flatulilies. Yeah, uh, toot, toot lips. <laughs> yeah, like so great that, that like the writer team sat there for a little while to just come up with other things for fart flowers. Yeah, like I, I I very much believe that the guy who came up with this is the same guy who came up with all the fusion animal names in Avatar. <laughs> Like, it's great. Um, the adore burbs are also amazing. Like, yeah. uh, uh, also maybe sentient. Uh, pro- almost certainly, they uh, they have faces and expressions. Uh, they're also stackable. <laughs> they are very stackable. Uh, they they essentially look like you know smaller, slightly less threatening furbies. <laughs> uh, much less threatening furbies. Yeah. Um. Because if I walked into a room and I saw and heard a bunch of Adora Burbs um, with the, how bright and colorful and how sparkly and wonderful their eyes are, I'd be down. Yeah. Because um, they would be happy to see me. But if it, I walked into a room and it, was, <laughs> and it was dark and it was full of Furbies and I just hear, yum, 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 um, I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Uh, I'm gonna say just you just you go into a dark room, you turn on the light, and on the on the middle of the table there's a Furby that you don't remember buying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Furbies are dark. All right, uh, the military, the U.S. military was right to be to be afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but so we we get this like wonderful exploration of like what Zadie is like for for like a, 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 a the beginning of an episode, and then we get to Rayla's home village. Yeah. Um, where they have they 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 have to do a uh, magical dance to get into the village, um, which luckily works because uh, uh, Callum has a now has a magic connection. Yes, uh, and he also um, is just just able to like pull off the dance moves well enough. Just barely. Yeah, I um, was like I was like okay at this point he should be very glad. That he was raised by a black man because, uh, man, he barely has any rhythm. The caucasity is strong in this <laughs> one. Very much so. Um, uh, also, uh, you know, we get to see uh, Callum get to put on elf face. Yep. Elf Callum. As he gets to impersonate a earthblood elf. Um, Trees to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> For that alone, I love her not <laughs> passing that vibe check. But a, a species of elf that we have not seen yet, even at the end by the end of season three, like uh, you know, uh, the, the all so that means all that we know is just from uh, Callum's possibly one hundred percent, ten percent accurate impression of them. Um, I will say, if you've seen the uh, the mystery of Erebus for season four thing, um. You'll notice there's a green, there's a green-haired person on that. He's an Earthblood elf. Okay. Um. Uh. He's Claudia's boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Neat. Yes. Apparently, uh, Claudia goes through some stuff in the two years in interval. Uh, I will also, I will, I will also say that when he meets Viren, the very first thing he says to him is trees uh, to meet trees you. to meet you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost lost my shit. <laughs> something that Callum had to have made up. Uh, I like to just believe that it got word got back to Claudia. 
Um, but yeah. Um, Viren has no pain. Viren's not past that vibe check. Aww. <laughs> See, that's, that, that, that upsets me. You raised Soren. You've been confronted out of the blue with stupider shit than that. Soren and Claudia. Claudia is a goofball. Like, Claudia will go dark. Yeah. Claudia will do some dark shit. Um, but at, at her heart, like, her personality, she's very goofy. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and so it's, it's, it makes me wonder, like, man, I really do kind of wish we could get, like, a prequel series or something like that and see, like, their mother. Because yeah. she had to have been the big, like, th- well, it I mean, must she- have been, like, a full opposites attract between Viren and her. Yeah, like, just, like, you know, one too many glasses of wine at a party or something. <laughs> <laughs> Though I will say, it. I don't think they never said she was dead. They just said she left. That's true. Uh, that, uh, so, that's true. so it is possible we could see her late in a later season or later on in, in season four. That's true. Um, but yeah, get, uh, getting back to uh, Rayla's village, uh, they get they arrive there and everyone doesn't have a face, <laughs> uh, which like you know Callum notices before Rayla does. Yeah, um, which you know in the middle of Rayla having a moment with him. Yeah, which, you know, I want to say, you know, great job on you, Callum, for not screaming. Because if I was in a village and I just thought fucking Co the Face Stealer ran through here harvesting bitches, I'd have lost it. I'd have shat my whole body. <laughs> Pat be like, we had any bones left. <laughs> will, the, will the river take them? <laughs> um. But uh, while, as they're going through, uh, Rayla realizes that she has been made a ghost. Um, essentially, the, um, when the, when the moon and moon shadow elves choose to banish you, they do some weird magical ritual. And so now you cannot be seen or heard by everyone who participated in the ritual. Yes. And, uh, they know about it because, uh, when they left to their assassination, uh, these flowers were left behind. They're, they're, these little flower constructs were, were magically made. And um, they sink when the person they're connected to dies. Yeah. And uh, and everyone who had gone on her assassination strike had all had one. Hers is the only one that still floats. Um, also, she knew what the ritual was because it had been done for her parents. Yep. Uh, who were the uh, dragon guard. They were the previous guardians of uh, the dragon queen and her egg. Yes. Uh, who uh, left the? Who abandoned the egg? Um, and are one of the reasons that... Who quote-unquote abandoned. Well, I was... Uh, I, mean, I, I know we're doing spoilers, but I wasn't... Yeah, we're, we're, we'll I get to it in the, full, in the fullness of time, but, you know, you know, there's more to that story than meets the eye. Yeah. And, uh, and so, like, all of, the, all of this was, was tragic, but it also made me come to a realization that, uh, on this viewing that I didn't have before, about another one of the themes of Dragon Prince, is... Everyone, like everyone in the magical community, talks about how much freer they are and how much, uh, and like how you know, like their world of magic is better because the, the the world of man is cruel and and unsavory and stuff like that. Like they truly believe that like humans are just lesser beings. Yeah. But isn't it odd to you how many magical traditions that the elves and the magical beings have based off of no trust? 
the uh, the flower thing, which could be used as like a sign that hey, like our, our comrades have fallen. Yeah. But is also then used to like punish somebody for not dying. Oh. For the uh, the hand wrapping ritual of yeah. we all lose a hand if any of us betray each other. Yeah. Like all of their magical rituals that bind them together. Hell, even the even the uh, the the sun elves uh, the facing the light thing. Yeah. Like, all of them are about, like, not trusting each other. Like, their communities are not as strong as they like to claim they are. Yeah. Like, the more you look into them, the more you realize that, like, no, these people don't trust each other at all. Like, they they, they like to claim that they do. They like to claim that they're freer in their magic. Well, uh, that, that there's also the the aspect of, you know, uh, your your word carries a lot of weight in, the, in those communities. Because breaking it comes with a lot of consequence. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, would, I would say, you know, less trusting, you know, but there's definitely a lot of more a lot more consequences for breaking it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, the fact, the fact like, those had to come from something. Yeah. And it seems like they came from an issue of, like, we, we like, you don't create, a, like, a blood-binding ritual where you'll lose your hands about uh, if you don't kill somebody unless, like, your society's already a little fucked up. Yeah. Also, then also they, they doubled up on it because they had the losing hand ritual and the uh, whether or not you come back alive ritual. Well, the the come back alive thing that was that was more to let your friends and family know yes. that, that you that you had fallen. Because you know it, it was it was very much a either we're all either we all come back or we don't or none of us come back thing for this mission. But here's the other thing that that, they, that that but there's a lot of reasons that this, she could have not come back. She could have been captured and been tortured. Oh no, I agree. Yeah. The, the rituals are uh, dumb um, because <laughs> they don't allow for nuance. context, context or nuance or you know the eventualities of shit that happens in life. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, there, there's there's a there's a lot of uh, problems uh, with uh, with Zadia. I mean, honestly, it could have been, hey, everyone else got wiped out. She succeeded in her task. Because she was also going to fucking lose her hand if she didn't. Yeah. Um, that, But it could have been, you know, she succeeded in her task. Yeah. And they, then hasn't been able to get back home yet. Yeah, based on what they know, she could have succeeded the mission. Because, like, if you think all about she, it. All she knows is that, uh, is all they know is that the everyone else on the team died. Yeah. Um... Yeah, she could have fully succeeded by herself, and they wouldn't know that, um, because she could have, kind of. Yeah, like it would have been very easy for, and she was headed straight back home. Like they really don't diverge too much from just kind of heading to Zadia after they leave, because they have the egg. So their mission was always to just head back. They've been heading to Zadia since episode one. Yeah, the whole journey has been back to to getting home. Oh well, yeah, it's it's just. It just would have taken them this fucking long to get there. Yeah. Because it's not like their assassination mission wasn't get over there, kill the king, and then kill as many people until we go down. Yeah. It was kill the king and get the fuck out. Or kill the king and the princes and then get the fuck out. Yeah. So like I'm saying. No, like, it was kill the king and his and Ezrin and then get foe. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, her, her, her hero armband did fall off. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like it was, uh, like there's no nuance at all, 
Um, and they just they just truly didn't know. Like she could like honestly with when she does talk to Renan, uh, which we'll go ahead let's go ahead and get into that real quick. Yeah. Um, um event- eventually they head to uh Renan, which uh Renan was the uh husband of the leader of her assassination group. And uh that he was basically Rayla well, they were basically Rayla's caregivers after uh her parents uh died. So they so they they go to their house because you know Rayla's like no they they love me there's no way they would have uh, participated in this ritual and they get there and they see Runan's face is gone. Um, he is also seemingly a blacksmith because he's like working on a sword. Yeah. That he when he holds up he sees Rayla in the reflection. Apparently reflections do allow you to see see ghosts. Well, um, they can't hear him still. Yeah, still can't hear him. Um, but Rayla can hear him. Um, Which, that was a detail I didn't need, because that means the Moonshadow Elves been walking around that entire town silently. They don't converse when they walk around their town. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know, the, the fucking weird-ass goddamn knife ears. Um, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> Rayla's also pretty to herself. Yeah. And we don't know how typical or atypical she is. Of that community of, like, how she was raised. Yeah, I mean, she is very, don't talk to me or I'll stab you. Oh, that was another thing I was going to bring up about, like, cultures. Is that, um, uh, is another thing that's, like, Callum, while, no, he definitely has issues and blah, blah, blah. And Ezrin clearly has, like, a couple of, like, little issues and stuff like that here and there. Like, about, like, how to deal with trauma. Although, Ezrin deals super fucking healthy. Yeah. Um, but... They both have ways and means which are like, hey, when something bad has happened, we do this. Oh, yeah, the big feelings uh, exercise. Yeah. yeah. Like, they clearly do try to take care of each other emotionally. Like, I, like very much Harrow ma- made an effort to make sure they came up emotionally balanced. Yeah. But I was just saying, like, uh, it, it kind of seems like that's true of most of the humans. Even even people like, uh, like, Velen being the exception, his children also seem to try to, like, balance themselves out, and they talk to each other. Like, they're not afraid to, like, you know, have discussions to work their shit out. Whereas, yeah. like, Rayla, we know, even but, with the people she trusts the most in this world, doesn't do that. Yeah. And it seems like that might also just be a thing for that society. I don't know. Um, we don't We don't have a, a great example, but because well, we only really have Rayla. Well, because I, I was going to say, for the humans, we see that with... Harrow, uh, Callum, and Ezra, but we don't we we don't see that we see that Soren and Claudia are willing to talk about their feelings with each other. Neither of them really feel comfortable going to Baron. Um, like uh, we we don't see we don't see we can kind of infer it with the uh, little girl queen of uh, Durin. Yeah. Um, and queen and with Prince Kasif. Doesn't seem like he processes anything well. But yeah, but I mean, but know, personality will always come into play as well. Yeah, well, like, you know, his, his his dad died. He went. He dove. He dove straight into toxic masculinity. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm just saying that communication does seem to be once again. Um, the elf societies have created these ways that are like to test each other magically and brutally harm you if you fail them. Human societies are built more on trust and they're built on open communication. Yeah. Um, and that is a, that is a through and through thing. Like, um, 
we don't really see ways that the elves uh, have. Uh, now that we've actually seen multiple elven societies, they don't have a uh, a, uh, a crow master. Humans do. Yeah. Um, that's that's just one of the things I, I well, think I noticed. Well, like the moon shadows have fucking you know arrow Instagram. That's that's true, but like, um, a those arrows have never once made it where they're intended to go. <laughs> no, <laughs> not one time <laughs> had they ever made it where they're intended to go. Um, and two, you're not they're not constantly being bombarded like. As like somebody wasn't that would be a hell world. somebody was not running the place for like four days, and Ezrin came into like over a hundred communica- uh, communicado messages. Like yeah. it's it was insane. Um, so like that that tells you how connected the kingdoms are, um, and even through just diplomacy, um, and just and that's just that's just messages to the king. Yeah, like it's implied that that, that system is used for everyone. Um, so like I'm just saying, it was just another thing that I noticed that like, uh, about, uh, how th- things about the societies, uh, I'm not saying one's better or worse or anything like that. It's just, I am, <laughs> but, uh, Once again, so Regan made me racist again. <laughs> um, but it's just something that you like, you definitely notice that like, um, especially for Rayla, Rayla has huge issues like in, uh, communicating. Which is, yeah, well, just intimacy in general. Yeah. Um, they uh, go back to, like, the central uh, courtyard, pond, uh, you know, thing for the Moonshadow Elves, uh, where they see that Rayla's uh, little oath, oath lily is still floating. Yeah. Um, Runan meets up, meets up with them, um, you know, joins hands with Rayla, which does alleviate the spell while they're holding hands. Uh, so he can see her and her and uh, Callum. Uh, Callum says, "Trees to meet you." <laughs> responds trees. with, "Trees to meet you." Yes, and immediately, with, like very politely. Yeah. Trees to meet you. And Rayla dies a little bit inside. <laughs> please do not. Uh, uh, please do not interact with them. Um, but they and, tell him what his yeah, what but they, they, is. they 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 do they basically tell him, "Hey, the, here's the deal." Um. Like we're we're we got we've got the dragon prince. Dragon prince is alive. Um, we're we're trying to get him to his mother um, because uh, you know that's kind of important. <laughs> yeah, and Runan basically tells her like he doesn't even know if that will be enough. That like for one, they don't even know if the ghosting can be undone, and he kind of makes it seem like I don't even know if honestly this would be enough to get you back. Like he's like I have to talk to people about this and. Though though Runan seems that he has at least somewhat forgiven her. Yes. Um, now that he knows that she didn't just abandon her friends. Um, you know, even though you know he do, he 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 says that you know he himself was like, you were too kind hearted to send on an assassin mission anyway. Which, if you're a primary caregiver, don't send her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, so he, he gives them two, uh, mounts, um, who, which are fusion animals that we don't get the names of. Yes. Uh, actually they do mention their names like once, uh, when they're in the oasis, but I don't remember what they are. Yeah. They're like some weird cat chickens or something like that. Yeah. There, there are two separate animals. Uh, they were not, they were not a duplicate of each other. Yeah. 
Um, and they head off to cross a big ass desert. While uh, well, they're going to go around the desert initially. Um, Renan sends a mess like uh, he tells them that the Dragon Queen is dying. Yeah, and that time is of the utmost effort uh, of the essence. And so he she launches off one of their uh, their magical arrows that's supposed to send a message that just don't work in the series. Well, I mean, they presumably they work. They're just very easily interceptable. Oh, okay. The presumably they work. We've just never seen it happen. Yeah. Um. And well, uh, I will say it delivered the message it was intended to deliver, just not to the recipient. Fair enough as well, I suppose. Um, but it uh, uh it's caught by uh this harpy uh name. That's not an insult to her. That, that she she looks like a harpy. Yeah. Um, and it's hard, because they don't always just tell you what every elf is right off the uh, Yeah, I don't top. even know if she's an elf. Yeah, um, and most of them typically are, so it's hard to know. Like, and the, uh, the elves are different. Like, we know that the sun elves are different, because uh, that's not just called sun elves, are they? No, it's some, it's some more than that. It's, because it's, it's, there's moon shadow, and then there's sun, sunfire elves. This might be sunfire. Yeah. Um, uh, then there's, uh, tree blood elves. Yeah, the earth blood uh, elves. Yeah, earth, sorry, yeah, earth blood elves. There's also, uh, star the- scourge elves. Yeah, I forgot them, but um, yeah, they're, they're the they're the sky elves. Um, well, no, 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 no. Star Scourge elves. Um, uh, Erevos is one. He's the only known one in the series. Oh, what's what's the what's the one that that's actually at the the Dragon Queen's lair? Uh, he is a wind or sky. He's like a sky wing elf or something like that. Okay, it's something along those lines. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of them, and like if you don't catch like what they are like the first time, like. You typically just kind of miss that name. Yeah, I, 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 I remember Star Scourge because that just sounds awesome. I would, <laughs> I would, pres- I would presume there's probably at least one species of elf for every, uh, you know, uh, field of magic that's that's in the setting. Yeah, that'd be per- that'd probably be pretty fair. Yeah. Um. But uh. So anyway, uh, they head off. Uh. But Nyx, uh, inter- intercepts the message. She actually might have been no, because she had wings separate from her arms. Yeah, her, her say, wings are on her lower, lower back. Yeah. Uh, but Nyx intercepts the message, uh, clearly decides that, like, hey, there's got to be a big old reward for taking the Dragon Prince home, um, which we can go ahead and tell you right now. Um, it doesn't seem like the Queen ever thought to reward them when they get home. <laughs> well, their reward was not going to war. I suppose. <laughs> you know, gi- given given what we saw, th- saw that what Thunder could do, you yes. Know, it, 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 presumably, the Dragon Queen could have done as much, if not worse. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he, um, but Nyx intercepts them as like, hey, uh, you're, you guys have to head this way. Uh, so why not? Why instead of why instead of going around the desert, we just go through it? And I want to go ahead and stop r- real quick. A lot of Zadia, particularly the passages that like you see. Um, uh, Rayla and Callum and Zim going through are extremely reminiscent of Final Fantasy X. Um, the, like, like Rayla essentially lives in, like, uh, the area, like, right outside of, like, uh, Guadalupe or whatever it's called, where, like, uh, where, like, you're in the trees with all the magical, like, um, fireflies. And then it also kind of exits out to this oasis, which, uh, it's a, it's a it's like an oasis in Fomistan. It's a desert here. But either way, you get on the shoe puff. They called it a, a, an ambler, that it was a shoe puff. Yeah. 
Uh, it just felt very shoe puff like to me. This whole section. Um, see, the, there's uh, yeah. Also, while while they're crossing the desert on it, um, its foot gets stuck in a hole, uh, and while Nix is getting its foot out of the out of the hole, um, Callum becomes fascinated with Nix's staff, um, as if some voices are calling across the multiverse, uh, and a different version of him. Uh, used to also use a boomerang, because uh, uh, Callum's voice actor is the same voice actor as Sokka from Avatar. Oh, I didn't get that. Okay, yeah. yeah okay, I was I was wondering. Like, I was waiting for it to come like back up, and I was like, okay, he has like a he has like a weird thing about this. Uh, these like little boomerangs. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. The, what caught me was the next big. Reference. Oh no, I'm about to get to it. Yeah, that's they, what they, made me they go finally, crazy. They finally get to the oasis where the rest stop is. And they have to cross through the Wonder Wall to get to the Oasis. It was it was even, it was even better than that because basically what happens is is like night falls and because she tells you like during the day the the sand absorbs the uh, the sunlight to become superheated so you really can't walk on it but at night uh, the soul serpents come out and they'll kill you in one bite instantly yeah. And, uh, so when night comes, like, the ambler's going across, and she was like, and the way that Nick's words it is, um, alright, well, um, uh, we, we'll have to rest up for the night, so make sure, uh, everybody make sure you have your things, um, uh, this is the oasis, and, uh, this barrier, uh, this barrier protects us while we're inside of it, so the soul snakes came in, uh, can't come in, and right as they actually pass through it, she goes, so anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yep. <laughs> it was so, it was so good. Just, just. That, that 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 classic like uh, college guy with a guitar being like so anyway here's Wonder Wonderwall Wall. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking perfect and I missed that my first time and I'm so mad that I missed it yeah I, I also missed it um, I was lo- I, I watched season three on on my phone uh, the for the rewatch and uh, if you want if you ever want to see it see a guy losing his mind in the middle of a goddamn you know parking lot. <laughs> You know, in front of a Milo's. You know, th- that that was me. <laughs> um, but uh, they do rest up. Um, now, Rayla has become inc- incredibly depressed over all this. That's why I was mentioning the fact that, like, she doesn't communicate well. Yeah, is, because uh, she doesn't think she'll ever get to go home again. Yeah, and Callum has been giving her, like, his big feelings talk about, like, about, like how they at, at his home, like, would discuss their big feelings and things like that. And, you know, work work through their emotions. Really don't believe in that shit. That shit's for pussies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but also, because she's not good at communicating, she's also bad at social cues. Um, which is why uh, she gets up in the night to kind of, like, go off to the, like, the actual water of the oasis and kind of... Um, uh, get mad and throw stuff, throw rocks into the water. And, uh, Callan comes up to her and gives her a speech about like, Hey, you're the kindest, funniest, coolest person I know. Get, like pours all those comments on her. Cause he wants her. Cause he sees that her self esteem is hurting and, and he's trying to build her back up. He's trying to build her back up. So she leans in and kisses him. And, uh, I actually really like that. Callum's response was, like clearly, because, like because clearly he's had feelings for her since like season one. Yeah, he's like, you know, this this is great, but that's not what I'm going. He for. He was like, he was like, yeah, that's very. He was like, that's very nice, but I want you to know, I didn't say that to get you to this point. I I wasn't saying those things so you would kiss me. I'm saying them because they're true. Yeah. And she was like, oh, 
if you ever talk about this again, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> because Rayla... She then ties a scarf around his arm. So if you ever break that oath, <laughs> it's going to get tighter and tighter and tighter. Yeah, like, because like, Rayla don't handle feelings. Don't no. talk about feelings. Um... Uh, the next but I, I love the fact that like that that was like Callum's response. It was like, "Hey, that's no, that's wonderful. Clearly, it's it's something that I wanted, but I'm not saying it for that purpose. Like that was that was good guy Callum moment. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, so uh, they, while they're doing this, while they're doing this, Nix is stealing Zim. <laughs> she steals Zim, runs off with the shoe puff slash rambler, uh, ambler, and uh, and unties their mounts. Um, yeah, and just like sets them free outside of the outside past the Wonder Wall. Um, uh, Rayla uh, Rayla goes out there um, and is not. She does okay, but she is not like rocking it like she normally does. She manages to save one of them. Yeah, and uh, so uh, they realize that like, hey, everything that's happened. Well, we we still have one left. We gotta go. We got it. We gotta catch up to him. And uh, it takes Callum some use to getting riding on the uh, riding bitch on his uh, mount, and she's well. Uh, also, he had that whole awkward moment with Rayla, so he's not really uh, confident wrapping his arms around her. Yes, but she instructs him to do so, like just sit forward, wrap your arms around me, and he's like, oh, okay, and it makes a big awkward moment out, out of it. But like, it's it's funny, and clearly he's nervous, but also it's like. He clearly doesn't want to overstep her bounds again. Yeah, um, which is extremely sensible. Like this wasn't like he was crushing on her; she had she was oblivious to it, and he's creeping. That's yeah. not what because a lot of those scenes this are is, that. This, this, this is this isn't like uh, this isn't like Ezra and Sabine. Yes, because a lot of those moments are that they're yeah. like the guy is is cr- is crushing, and he's 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 taking a moment where the person is being like physically intimate with them in a way that's not romantic. And creeping about it, like no, he no, he doesn't want that to be the case. Yeah. Um, so you know, way to go, Cal. Yeah. Uh, but he he does he does wrap up, and uh, just his presence actually seems to do a lot more for Rayla than what his words were doing. Like uh, because when uh, when they catch up, and because uh, the Ambler's foot gets stuck again. Yeah. So when they when they catch up, and uh, and Nix gets uh, absolutely fucked off in the sands. By uh, the uh, the snakes and Rayla has to go save her. Like Rayla has probably one of her best action sequences in season three. Yeah, like she just skates across the scan uh, the sands effortlessly, like twirling with her blades in this fucking beautiful dervish dance, um, just cutting these little these little bastards up. Um, and uh, when the Nix is like, "Why did you do that, uh, Callum?" Tells her exactly why she did that because Ray is a goddamn hero. hero. Yeah, then he rattles off another like five minute, you know, Rayla is so great speech. And uh, Nix tries to like be like, well, hey, I still got you guys across the desert, even if it wasn't how you were expecting. So maybe a tip? (laughs) Which, what? I don't even. Not only do do they not have money, I don't even know what the currency in Zadia is. Um, that's an excellent point, but near, uh, near as I can tell, it might given what we know of Zadie, it might be a loaded gun pointed at you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I, I just gotta say, like 
hey, good on you, Nicks, for uh, <laughs> for sticking to your uh, your piece of shit rogue guns. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I, I love rogues, and Nix was a rogue. I hope Nix shows up, shows up again later. Uh, she does not show up again in this season. At least that you've seen. <laughs> At least that I was able to notice. Uh, well, no, no, you meant in this season. I, yes. I meant, I meant no, no, I, in season four. I, yeah. I, yeah, I said in this season. Yeah. In this season. Yeah. Um. So uh, from there, they uh, they get to um, they finally get. Uh, in front of Thunder, yeah, uh, uh, thun- yeah, Thunder's corpse essentially. Yes, um, frozen in stone. Um, and you know, Callum still got some hate in his heart for the motherfucker. Yeah, and I don't blame him. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, th- this is one of the few places where there there actually is some crossover in the narrative. Uh, at this point, um, uh, the story of how Thunder died is being told. Uh, but for what where we are right now, let's go ahead and say that. Um, from for the perspective of what what's happening here, like Callum, like you see that Thunder is this big stone figure. He's been turned to stone. He is dead, um, but there is one thing that is not stone, and that is Callum's mother's spear. It's sticking out of Thunder's heart, and it is right in front of like the storm spire, which is like his home. Yeah, his his roost essentially. Yeah. And, um, and Callum looks at it and he's like, that's my mother's spear up there. He was like, uh, he goes like, I, you know, I love Ezra and I love Zim. Um, but I look at this and I'm glad he's dead. Like I, uh, he was like, he took my mother from me. I hate him. Yeah. And, um, and he's like, and I don't know how I can get past that. Like, I, I don't know how anyone can get past that. Um, but um uh to 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 go ahead and, and jump ahead on on the story here they look out and Ezrin who has just joined them again at this point in the story uh is playing with them cuz they just got there together like they they basically get to the, they get to that part and that's when fucking uh Ezrin shows up and so Ezrin is happily playing with them yeah and they look and uh, Callum and Rayla look out. They see the two of these uh, people playing the princes of both realms, and there's no hate between them at all. Like it doesn't matter that the the Moonshadow Elves killed uh, his father. It doesn't matter that his father killed his father. To Zim and uh, and Ezrin, they're just friends who are putting that behind them, um, and they're not going to let. They're not going to hold either one of them responsible for the things that they didn't do. Yeah. And um, and it's a very very sweet and wonderful moment. No, no, I will say uh, it might help that they were a lot younger than Callum when they lost their respective yes. parents. Yes. Zim was still an egg, and uh, Ezrin was too was, young to remember. Yeah, his mother. too too young to remember his mother. Yeah, Ca- Callum knew Callum knew his mother before she was married. Yeah, uh, to to King Harrow. Um. So I I. I I can definitely see how it, it hits a lot different than, for Callum than, than Ezra. Yes. No, I, I can too. Um, yeah. And it's like, as one is like, I can't, I can't turn the black back the clock on myself and make myself, you know, a, a young teenager to see how I, I would empathize with Callum there. But as a 34 year old man, I'm like, kid, I have no idea. How, I, I can't answer that for you. Yeah. And I hate that I can't. Because <laughs> you have, you have just reason to hate 
to hate that motherfucker till the day you die. On that note, let's go. Uh, let's, 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 let's let's jump let's back turn, to Viren. Let, let, let's turn back the, the clock on something we can actually affect, and we'll go back to uh, the story of uh, Ezrin, you know, in 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 the kingdom. Yes. So, uh, like we mentioned, uh, the uh, uh, Ezrin has to find out that all of the fucking kingdoms uh, are except for Durin are in uproar because uh, their royalty has been either killed or is so badly injured as to. Um, they ain't ruling anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the prince of, uh, of Neolandia, uh, bursts in and he demands justice. Well, he's like, hey, that war you were calling for, let's do it. Uh, Ezra responds, what the f- are you talking about? <laughs> war? Uh, I ain't say nothing about no war. That's old management. Like, we under new management. Like, like <laughs> war? I just got here, my guy. <laughs> It's like, did your regent not call for war? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> that man's in the dungeon. That man's in jail for his, you know, crusade Treason. of lies. <laughs> All that shit he talked to y'all about with y'all, his thoughts and opinions do not reflect <laughs> that of Catullus, its rulership, or any associates. Um, and the prince does not take that kindly. No. He's like, you know what? I'm going to make this easy for you. Either you join us to, to go to war with Zadia, or we all go to war with you. Because, uh, um, uh, yeah, I I, uh, uh, I waited here for a couple of days so that all of the other armies could join me. Yeah. And uh, uh, Ezrin, who at the end of episode one gives a speech uh, after he frees Claudia and uh, Soren, saying that, um, under my, uh, I don't have to be the king my, my father was. Uh, I want to try to rule in my own way, and I want to rule in a way that's not bound by my father's, uh, mistakes. Uh, he was like, I didn't know my father's the king, I knew him as my father. And as such, like, I know that he made a lot of mistakes, and, uh, he had a lot of hate in him for certain things. And we're not going to operate on that system. Yeah. Um, so, uh, right now, uh, the Dragon Prince, uh, I've, I've assured you, uh, I've, I have assured that he is on the way to Zadia to uh, take the place with his mother to restore balance and peace between our kingdoms. And my reign will be a reign of peace. Prince Casey responds, you don't get that bullshit out of my face? <laughs> Um, like he just—he doesn't believe that the dragon prince is even a thing. Yes, yeah, that's that's very true. He does not believe. Uh, like he acts like that shit's just straight made up. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't even matter that like Ezrin had been on that adventure and was like, I can tell you, dragon prince is very cute. <laughs> um. So, uh, um, uh, one of uh, Ezrin's counsel. Uh, takes uh, Prince Cassif to go meet with Viren so that they can get to plotting their shady shit. Yep. And uh, and the they end up coming up with a plan, which is basically, once again, to force the ultimatum. Well, force the ultimatum, get Ezrin to step down from the throne. To completely and fully abdicate the throne. Yeah. Not just for himself, but for his bloodline. Um... And then Viren takes seizes power. Um, 
Which he doesn't want to do, guys. Like, that 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 would be crazy. Like, he he he's a he's a he's a good little boy. It's his birthday. He's a birthday boy. Like, why are you being mean to him? Uh, and uh, even though, and I don't know how Claudia can believe that. Like, she just didn't see his face as he was walking through the throne room with the utmost like joy, looking at Ezrin. Who I don't know why in this deal had to be thrown into chains. Yeah, because as soon as soon as he takes the crown off and places it on the throne, the minister guy's like, "All right, seize him." Uh, and he's he is immediately put into manacles and led into Viren's cell, as Viren is let out. Uh, and Viren clearly couldn't be happy about the entire situation. Yeah, like. Like he walks in, and uh, the the one reason that Ezra agreed to do this was is uh, he asked how many of his soldiers would die in the process of trying to keep a peaceful reign, and uh, his number one advisor I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Neither do I. Uh, but she tells him that like it's hard to say, and he he demands a number. He's, he's like, like well, he, he's thousands, but Catullus would win. Um, um, it, it, was the, th- it was thousands. it was like thousands. She goes, and he was like, uh, and she's like, tens, tens of thousands. thousands. Is but Catullus could win even if all, even if the uh, other three kingdoms did attack them. Yes, um, like Catullus would actually almost certainly win, but it would be extremely costly for us. And uh, and Ezrin thinks about that. Thinks about like that's just going to keep the cycle going. Because now he's not just created. Uh, now he's not just trying to keep peace with Zadia. Now all the people who came in here under the rulership of the, of their kings, who have now uh, thrown like uh, men, women, sons and daughters, fathers and mothers against his walls that he's now now killed, he's responsible for all of those deaths as well. And he's like, that's not going to break any cycles. So uh, what he does ask is that anyone who does not want to go to war with Zadia and does want peace be allowed to leave. Yes. Uh, be allowed to step down and with, with no uh, reprisals or, uh, or, or backlash or anything like that. So Corvus, uh, seeing the, the, the feeling the, the shift in the winds, He's grabs... Like, we gotta get the fuck yeah, out of here. He, he, uh, he grabs the the top like female advisor. I, once, I can't remember her name. Yeah. Um, but he grabs her. Uh, he grabs the baker. Uh, and then Soren grabs all of them. And uh, and they get the fuck out of town. Uh, Soren breaks... Uh, breaks Ezrin out of uh, uh, Ezrin and Bait out of, uh, out of prison. And uh, proceeds to just be the good old great, great Soren that I love him for. Because he's like, I got a costume for you. And he hands uh, Ezrin a bag. And he's like, and Ezrin's like, the bag is empty. He goes, like, yeah, it's a costume. Um, you're going to be stuffed inside a bag. <laughs> as, he's, as they're standing right next to a, haste, a haystack, he's like, why not just hide in the haystack and you just pull the wagon? <laughs> so he's like, that's why you're the king. <laughs> and uh, proceeds to like uh, go, hey, 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 horses love hay. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, um, Ezrin forgot to uh, include in his uh, in his calculations that Soren has no chill. None at all. Um, and 
while he is, you know, leaving the leaving the kingdom, talk espousing the greatness of Hay, he uh, is stopped. To which, to which one of the people that he passes by goes, I get it, stop yelling at me. <laughs> he is stopped by two guards who ask him why his Hay is glowing. <laughs> to, which, to which he responds, that's pretty great, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Such a wonderful answer, just, yeah, it's pretty great, isn't it? Yeah. They're just like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is the best. Proceeds on. God, I love Soren. Um, but, uh, uh, so they, they, they get out into the woods uh, where uh, the few people that are, that are that are fully loyal to Ezrin uh, have kind of prepared a package for him. Uh, because, um, what's her name? Lunella? Lunella. Lunella. Lunella flies down on Fifi. Apparently Soren got a message to her somehow? Uh, apparently the, uh, the Crowmaster must have sent it. Because she pulls out the letter and it's like, dear, dear weird lady. Yeah. Um. Wait, how the, oh god dang it. What? Why does the Crowmaster know... Or the Crow Lord know how to send messages to the Moon Lady. I uh, probably got probably was told how by Soren. Soren, if Soren knew where to go, like knew where it was, maybe just look. I wouldn't think too much about That's it. That's not how crows work. I you have to actually teach the crow where it is. I wouldn't worry. You can't too much just about give it. the crow GPS coordinates and say fly away. I wouldn't worry too much about it. <laughs> Honestly, I just wouldn't worry that much about it. Yeah, because Soren also didn't sign the letter. He didn't sign the letter, and also maybe maybe he, uh, he sent a runner for her. That could have been the case as well. Yeah, because yeah. he because he physically had been there. Um, so it, it could have been. Yeah, either, well, he got the message to her. Yeah, uh, and so they just load his little like Ezra's little ass on that uh, bird, and tell that bird you don't stop when the sun comes up. You don't stop until he's in uh, until he meets back up with Zim. Yeah. Uh, so Fifi, Fifi flies three seasons away in the in in the course of one season. Yeah, Fifi, the MVP of Dragon Prince. Uh, yeah, because uh, Fifi collapses more than once on this journey. Yeah, uh, that literally took him, I think, two days. Hard riding of oh, two yeah. days. Um, but uh, but while Sora's doing this. Viren is living up to what uh, Ezrin asked of him, and uh, uh, with all of the other armies watching and his army gathered, uh, he says, uh, Ezrin, as the coward king that he was, uh, has has told me that uh, anyone who is too coward to go marching um, to protect our lands is allowed to go free, but if you do, you have to wear this symbol of a broken chain because uh because you are is, the weak link because you are the weak link and uh and we're better off without you um so, and then boo these people boo them as they leave know that they are race traitors <laughs> yeah, kind of like it, it's it's bad vibes and Claudia just stands there she was like my dad sure does love this kingdom yep. Because uh, so, Soren does walk up at like the perfect time of like everyone is booing all the soldiers leaving. He's just like, so what's what, going on? what I miss? <laughs> what's, what's going on here? I was I was off, I, I I was actually, off committing committing treason. <laughs> I, I actively think the reason that they they did that because a has uh, Soren had that cute little moment of just like, hey, he missed something awful. B, I think because Soren would have stopped it. <laughs> yeah, 
I think that like that would have been a step too far for Soren, and Soren would have been like, no. No, sir. <laughs> yeah, because uh, so- Soren is definitely willing to stand against his father. Yes. Like, Something that we'll see very shortly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, so that is how Ezrin uh, meets up with uh, Callum and, and Rayla. Yeah. Um, uh, also, and so, so now we've wrapped that up. We can walk back to. Well, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna oh, get, get Varen to uh, the Sun Elf camp. Oh yeah, go ahead. So I was, um, gonna, I was gonna do Queen. Am- I, I keep calling her Queen Amaya. Yes, I, I'm, I was I'm gonna, gonna, I was gonna do uh, Captain Captain Amaya. That's like the shortest storyline. Yeah, it, it always is. Um, but uh, so well, that's because you know Amaya's a boss bitch. <laughs> yes. Um, so Varen uh, gets. Uh, he leads the march. Yeah. Um, he doesn't even have any of the other rulers with him. Like, we only see uh, Prince Casev. Yeah. Uh, we know there's two other kingdoms there as well. Well, presumably the, those other two are the ones that Monarch died. Could be. Yeah. But, I mean, like, they, like, they don't bother introducing us to who, whoever I, I, leads I, I, those I remember, I remember in the big, you know, message dump, they reported that two Monarchs are dead and one is severely injured. Yes. And cases we know are severely injured. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but still, like, but they don't even bother, like, introducing us to who the leaders are, which, I mean, they wouldn't be important to this anyway. This isn't King- Game of Thrones. We don't need a thousand characters. Well, we met them in the previous season. Well, they died, though. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, for whoever's leading the armies physically right now. Yeah. Like, we, they would have had, like, that, a general yeah. or a commander. I'm just saying that like, we don't see them. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Viren leads the march, and uh, they get word while they're marching that uh, uh, the breach has been closed. So Erevos just tells him, "Fuck the breach, fuck these kids. We're just gonna talk. To, we're just gonna march up on the Sun Elves." <laughs> yeah, and uh, and so well, he he he, all, he does like part the lava sea. Yes, uh, because uh, Erevos is, is continually teaching um, Viren more and more magic. Yeah. Also, the, uh, the what what he uses to part the 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 sea. Was the fucking horn of the dragon that they that attacked the village in season two? Yeah. So once again, you don't necessarily need to kill something because that dragon is still alive. Yes. Um. But yeah, they they use that broken horn and it fucking part parts a lava lava flow. So once again, is dark? How evil is dark magic really? Um. Well, considering that Viren was kind of a Moses analog at that moment. Uh, because there's there's every depiction of a. I mean, he a, literally parted a red. Sea. I was like, because he's parting a red sea. Um. Uh, but uh, yeah, he wasn't leading. Pe- he he wasn't leading his people to freedom. He was leading his people to take so, other people's freedom. Uh, he really lead, uh, He wasn't leading there to, to to conquer anything. He was there to uh put boots to asses. Like they well, weren't he, gonna rule over Zadia. They were just well, gonna put Zadia. He, uh, he was there. In the he, dark was, ages. he was there specifically to. Pres- he was there to kill somebody. Oh, he was like, like I just say he wasn't there to conquer anything. He was there yeah. to kill everything he could. He was he was there to destroy anything that could be a threat to humanity. Yes. Um. Which once again, considering how looked down on humanity is, like you kind of got to be like. Which I mean, Erevos does lead him to that conclusion. Like it is a very short fucking walk. You like you do realize that means you have to conquer Zadia. Um, so uh, that's when uh, this is when like you you have things like uh, uh, everyone notices that he's talking to his little bug buddy. Yeah. Um, and uh, and 
And we also know that uh, Kasif and Soren do not get along well at all. Well, very different personalities. Yes. Um, and uh, so that gets us to uh, the Elf City where Viren walks in alone. Yeah. Now um, we can cut back yeah, to... Now, uh, Amaya, as, we, as stated before, had been taken by the Sun Elf leader. Uh, who They bring her to the Sun Elf Queen... Well, first they like they take her to like a, a tortured like slash interrogation chamber. Yeah, she wasn't really tortured. Yeah, she was, she was interrogated. Interrogated because um, they had, one they had to bring a linguistic interpreter because none of, none of them spoke sign. Yeah, and they specifically point out that like she speaks like uh, a Catullus specific sign language. Yeah, um, which is hey like that. Once again, like go on, good on them for like. Knowing that, like, when people say ASL, that means that American. That means it's American sign language because there are other forms of signing. Yeah. Um. But uh. So the so now she's taken to the queen. Yeah. So she, she they are eventually she's eventually able to communicate enough to tell the Sun Elf General Lady uh, to shove her sword up her ass. Yes. Um. She's then brought before the. Uh, elf queen, Ooh, the elf queen is essentially like you know, hey, I'll just you know just kill her if she's bothersome and she doesn't want to talk. Um, but the general insists that you know she's honorable, so they have her. <laughs> so she goes, well, I'll be the judge of that. Well, the light will be the judge of that. Uh, so let let her you know face the the trial, which is essentially uh, they have this like sun staff that is. Uh, supposed to reveal your true self, um, and uh, you have to stare directly into it. And it didn't hit me the on the first watch through how fucking terrifying that had to be for Amaya because she's yeah. already deaf. Yeah, like you know, yeah, she she any idiot knows if you stare directly into the sun, you can go blind. Yeah, like and she and she's already deaf. This is one of the worst things you could do to her. And she does it. Yeah. Uh, now, she does look away initially, but um, the general, uh, who genuinely has come to respect her, even with her being difficult, yeah. um, tell, like, tells her, like, you have to look into this light. Yeah. Um, they will kill you if you don't. And uh, what it seems like the light does is uh, it determines, it doesn't really, like, they call it being pure of heart. It seems like it determines whether or not the human has specifically used dark magic. Presumably, that's what that's yeah. my interpretation of it. Um, like, cause it, cause the way they were, the way they were implying it was, it does something if you were just inherently duplicitous. Um, because uh, like later, later on, it will be used on Viren, and all it does is just reveal Viren's like you know dark form. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's that's specifically what I'm saying though. Like, yeah. is that like if she if she had used it before, it probably would show sign that she's used it. Well, same yeah. as like same as Sol Reagan can just sniff it out of people. Well, but but what the what the general, uh, what the general's you know insistence was was that she is honorable. Yeah, it's like I don't know what it does if she's just not honorable. Well, we don't see it used any other way, um, other than the Cause, main cause, way that it gets used after. Because presumably, like, you know, if, if 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 you know. Amaya just, you know, 
okay, yeah, you met her. She was honorable on the battlefield, but like she she cheats on her taxes or something. I don't know what the what the light does there. Yeah, we don't have enough answers for it, but like. Considering that dark magic is like their number one testing ground. Yeah, I mean dark magic is the one thing that we see it react to. Yes, uh, but other but otherwise, why would they even have the staff if it, if it couldn't do something to like the elven people? Yeah. So maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it, it is uh, uh, also deals with your character. Um, but also not to bury the lead on it. This also does become um, Claudia's staff. Yeah. And uh, I'll go ahead and just tell you, even in season four, it's her main staff. Like, she 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 is the master of the staff now. Uh, <laughs> okay, so she's going around shooting sun lasers at people. She did a lot of shit with it. Yeah, she does a lot of shit with it that nobody else in the series does. Yeah, like honestly, the I'm I'm I want because the the staff does change uh, after they use it on Viren. Uh, so and it has that that black sphere in the middle of it. I'm wondering if that's another primal stone. Could be. Yeah, very much could be. Uh, that would explain why, like, she can use like she can use it and isn't using anything for black magic to power it. Yeah, but I mean, she. I'll go ahead and tell you, like, in the first episode, she straight up like summons a portal to walk through, which is like you don't see portal magic anywhere. No, not at all in the series. She just casually calls one up. I mean, I figured a portal was coming eventually because they had to get to Erevos somehow. I wouldn't even for that. She was just in a cave and just decided to make a portal to shorten the trip. I mean, wouldn't you? It's like DBZ flying. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Amaya is judged, you know, not wicked at the very at the very least. Um, and then she's put back in prison, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Viren, you know, shortly thereafter uh, makes it to... Um, the the Sunfire Elf Kingdom, but on the way there, he's talking to Erebos and reveals how they killed Thunder. Yes. Um, like after uh the Queen was killed, um, you know years years afterwards, you know Harrow is raising Ezra and Callum as best as he can, um, doing the single dad thing. Um, eventually, uh. Viren does come to him saying, hey, I've researched a spell that will allow us to kill uh, Thunder. Thunder. Um, uh, to be fair, um, uh, Eros also says that, like, uh, says Thunder's real name. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like Azuma Lon, something like that. Um, yeah, something, it's, it's, it's a long name. Man, I actually had it memorized because I wanted to be able to use it, and then I'd forgotten it as soon as we got on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Thunder sounds cooler. Uh, y- yes. To our, to our layman's ears, but uh, but anyway, uh, he, he does have a real name. Um, also, this is where we see that uh, Viren did capture uh, the Queen's last breath. Yeah. Because um, the three ingredients for this for the spell are the last breath of the of the one killed, um, the a unicorn horn. We don't we don't see how he harvests the unicorn horn. We do know that he could never find it, and Claudia got it. Yeah. Uh, he actually says Claudia has succeeded where I have failed, um, which is an interesting thing. Yeah, that's just an interesting little side note. Which I mean, hell, even even Arrows does com- com- compliment on how capable Claudia is. Um, and the last ingredient is the hatred of of one who loved the person that was killed. Avazandum. Uh, uh, that's yeah. the that's the king's name. That's that's Thunder's real name. It's Avazandum. Same as like Zim is. Uh, Did I say Azumarill? 
something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I that's a Pokemon, that's a Pokemon Yeah, <laughs> um, but Avazandum, and same as like Zim's full name is um, Zim Zim Zalabim. Yeah, it's, it's it's Azim something. Yeah, Azamandius. It's cl- it's very close to that. Yes, I was aware that it was very close to that. Um, but uh, yeah, they uh, as a Mondius. Yeah, as a Mondius. Um, but uh, Viren does sound like, hey, this if if you don't want to do this, we don't have to. But the, if there is still hatred in your heart and that you want this thing, the thing that killed your wife, dead, this is how to do it. Yeah. Now he does push a little bit. Like, yeah. I, it's, not, there's no saying that like he wasn't pushing for this, but he wasn't pushing so hard as to be like, this is the only way. It has to be done. Like he was. Thunder's eventually going to come to kill us. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that. It was like. Like, I want revenge for it. Uh, I know you want revenge as well. You know, um, Ezrin does, uh, Ezrin and Callum don't have a mother now because, uh, because of him. Um, but Harrow makes that choice. Yeah. Ultimately, the choice is Harrow's, and Harrow does make that choice. Which, once again, I love King Harrow. I love him being humanized even more. Yeah. Like, because, like, every time you see him, like, if you just like, saw I'm, episode I'm, I'm one. I've never, li- I've never not liked King Harrow. Yeah, but I'm just saying that, like, it's real easy with, like, if they're flawless. Yeah. I love that, that, that they're willing to take, like, things and, like, add flaws to his character. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean. Harrow does have hate in him. Yeah. And it's, and it's also, like, these moments, though, these flashback moments where I'm like, Varen isn't the devil. He, there's a, he's, he's a complicated guy. Yeah. Like, he does genuinely want the best for humanity, but he is willing to go through very immoral lengths to do it. Yes. And clearly, like, by this point, he, he does want the power. Yeah. But it also, it's very clear that if Harrow had lived, he would not have sought that power. Not at all. Because he, he had ample means and opportunity to seize it if he'd wanted it. But Harrow genuinely was his friend. They were brothers. Yeah, and like, and it's, and it's not. He wasn't like duplicitous of like you know, oh, he's leading the king into a trap or something. Because he rides beside Harrow the whole way. Yeah, that, uh, to, <laughs> to go and confront Thunder, the big risk boy. Yeah, like he launches the opening salvo at Thunder, and is that is like has a spell in place to hold Thunder until he blacks out from the from the exertion. Yeah, um, like he he was all in. Um, but yeah, they, they ride out, they confront, uh, Thunder while Thunder is not guarding the border. He's guarding his spire where the egg is. Yep. Um, you know, presumably the queen was out at the time. Um, they fight each other. They, uh, Viren holds Thunder with a spell as Harrow launches the queen's spear into Thunder's heart. Uh, and the spell triggers start which starts to petrify uh, thunder, and he 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 dies while trying to claw his way back to his fire. Yes, um, which tells Varen all that he needs to know. <laughs> yeah, so something something was really important there, um, and he immediately figures out he's like, oh, his mate is out, um, and he's not here at the border. He laid an egg. There's an egg up there. Well, he didn't lay the egg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's an egg up there, and it and uh, that means this cycle is going to continue. We've just ki- like 
we killed him because he left uh, your children parentless. We've now killed the... Uh, so that child is going to come and do the same thing. Yeah. So um, let's go ahead and kill him now. Let's end the bloodline. Yeah. This solves our problems. Yeah. Uh, so he... Harem uh, initially objects. Yeah. He's like, why, why, kill, why kill a son for the sins of his father? Um... It's like you know, but eventually he does realize it. It is prudent. Yeah, like Harem does eventually just believe. Like no, you're like once again no, not a whole lot of coercing on Viren's part here. Yeah. It's uh, Harem just comes to the same natural conclusion of you know. But I it, think, but it's, I think but it's also right. like he's not trying to justify it. He he knows that he is doing a pretty bad thing. Yes, but he's like, if, if this will save lives, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So. Varen goes up, uh, confronts uh, Rayla's parents. Um, presumably, the same thing happens to them that happens to um, anyone who gets in Varen's way. Well, the, to the other elves that that Varen has collected. Yes, um, it is revealed that uh, he has a little pouch of elves. Yeah, because <laughs> he trapped he's trapped them in like what gems or coins or something. Like yeah, that? yeah. Little knickknacks. He cast the trap the soul, you know, D and D spell, or better, the El- like the uh, uh, the Elder Scrolls spell. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the Black Soul gems. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or you know, depending on your on your you know nerdy background, uh, he tra- he uh, you know did a whole Pegasus thing and put them into cards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that man was an artist, and the whole time he could have just been making cards out of people. We don't know that he wasn't. Fuck. <laughs> like you know, so, so there are some Yu-Gi-Oh cards that are just people rising a bit in rebellion. As Maximilian just could have looked from his balcony. Well, none of this now. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of this now. What a thing to say. Um. So uh, yeah, we we so that was the story of of what happened uh, there. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, her parents are are killed uh, in the line of duty. Um, I'm not 100 percent certain why they thought that they abandoned. I'm I've, I've still never been fully clear on what made them think that. I don't know, because presumably, if it seems like any time you are dispatched on a mission, they they leave the flower oh. lights for you. And if they maybe, s- and if maybe maybe he did capture their souls, maybe that doesn't disqualify them from sinking. I don't know, because the other elves, the other assassin elves, presumably their flowers sank. Yeah, but here's the thing: we do see uh, a flower that's like not at the bottom, that is like just kind of halfway down. When we see uh, hers, it's like the last shot of that episode. That might have been the hint that like they're in a half life. You, yeah, you're probably right. Because the other ones, like, they like, lose their light entirely yeah. and they fall down. There, there, We do see at least one flower that just has, like, that's, like, halfway lit. That's, like, it has a light on it and it hasn't sunk to the very bottom. Like, that, yeah, maybe his spell, like, is keeping them somewhat, like, it, it, it made it go below the water, but they're not gone. Yeah. I mean, you're probably... But it also, like, probably kept it up longer, too. Yeah, you're, 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 presu- you're probably right. Um... Like, or, I mean, this is or, speculation. Or, or, also, or also, they probably could have uh, assumed that because they never found bodies, 
Yeah, that um, that could have been the case as in well. the chamber that they that they, uh, you know, ran from their duty. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's something to think about. Yeah, um, but yeah. So now we're we're wrapping up. We're getting to where all the uh, plot lines start coming together. Uh, Viren uh, alone goes into the Sunfire Elf Kingdom. Um, and his his bait for allowing them in is uh, that he can tell them what happened to the queen's grandmother. Yes. Um, presumably Erebos got up to some weird shit with their grandmother. They talk about it pretty early on in season four. I'm not going to spoil anything, but you're not terribly far off the mark just there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, uh, is let in, um, they give him the, the sun test. Um, he fails. Well, he is, he, he is revealed as what he really is and is, is his, you know, I've used dark magic a lot form. Uh, to the extreme. This is like the most we've seen him go like into a pure evil form. Yeah. Um, now, the, the queen does have, have a whole speech of like, oh, yes, it revealed as what you truly are. Uh, ugly and, uh, and, you know, and deceitful and yada yada. And he goes, yeah, but, you know, it also reveals me to be fucking powerful. Die! Yeah, it, it's, that's not too far off uh, from what he, from what actually happened because uh, it's like, oh yes, you know, you're and also it reveals that you are arrogant because you led me hit to the center of your power in front of your power source. Uh, so I'm gonna take all of that. Um, and yeah. he does. Yeah, uh, th- his army is you know they conquer the Sunfire Elves and use the effortlessly. Yeah, use the Sunfire Elves' power. To augment their soldiers and make it so that fire now nourishes them. Well, the first one he was going to do, he was going to use an example soldier of Soren, and yeah. Soren was immediately like, "No, like that sounds like something that bad guys do." Yes, yeah, like that was actually kind of what he says. He was like, uh, "That doesn't really sound like something we should be doing. That sounds like a dark magic on a level that is actually evil." Yeah, like the other kind of dark. And uh, so uh, Prince Kasif, uh Yeah, Viren's actual son. <laughs> <laughs> That's the son he had with Harrow. <laughs> um, but uh, Kasif's like, yeah, sure, Daddy, do it. And um, so he does it and turns Kasif into this hulking rage son monster. Yeah. But, uh, it, you know, because because uh, he specifically it draws the power on not only the sun but also their own hatred. Yes. Um, like uh, you know the 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 toxic masculinity uh, message is not subtle. No, and Viren runs. Or uh, talk about it. Soren runs. Yeah. Soren's like, okay, you know what? I can't abide by this any longer. Uh, he runs to go warn everyone of what's happened. Yeah. Uh, Claudia does confront him before he leaves. Um, you know, trying to get him to, to, to stick with them. Um, and he's like, he's literally making monsters out of people. And Claudia's like, look, like Claudia can't choose between her, her brother and her father. So Soren's like, then that's fine. Just stay here. Yeah. You ain't got to choose. I've chose. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yes. You know, Soren, you know, does, you know, leave leave his father and his sister. Uh, you know, and you know, which is 
God damn, that's hard for Soren. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it'll get worse for him. Very much. Uh, but uh, he goes and joins the right team. Like, I hope Soren's okay in season four. Maybe he finally got to go be a poet. Uh, Soren's very okay in season four. Okay. Uh, he's he got to go be a poet. No, no, he he's still crowns guard. Oh. Uh, he's still absolutely wonderful. Um. Uh. There is. What just just a tiny moment that happens. Um. Callum. Uh. Callum becomes high mage because it, it's a time skip. So things have settled in the kingdom. Callum takes Viren's job. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, Callum can actually do good guy magic. Um. And uh, because he also now has Viren's old room, he has the uh, the mirror. Oh, so uh, now he can talk to Erevos. And uh, well, he's trying to figure it out in the beginning of the se- uh, the beginning of the season. And so uh, at one point, like they're having to leave, and Calvin's like, "I think this mirror is the key to some stuff. Let's take it with us." And he, like uh, so, him and Soren are trying to gather up all the things that he's going to need, like for the journey. And like the things that Callum needs to keep his research going, and uh, and he's like, oh, maybe I can use a spell or something like that. And then Cal- and then uh, Soren just goes, he goes, oh, I got a spell. And then Callum's like, what? He's like, all right. Uh, Callum's like, what's that? And he just fucking lifts the mirror with Callum, and he goes, muscles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> my my magic is called not being a little girly man. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, Soren is delightful. Um, I love him forever. Uh, in the first episode, as a distraction, because Soren can't lie for his life, um, they're, they're, if you've seen the, the, the very first teaser they released was, uh, about Callum's birthday. Um, Soren is the one who's basically in, in charge of planning his party. And, uh, Callum kind of comes up, like, while Soren's talking about it. He's like, what are you talking about? And he was like, the newest dance craze that's, that's, that's sweeping the castle. And he starts flossing. And, uh, and all of the, like, people are like, what's, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then during the birthday party, all of the kids, like, all the young people are all flossing. And they're like, son of a bitch, that, that really is the thing that's sweeping the castle. <laughs> and it's, there's no way of knowing if Soren is just, you know, like, a father figure to a bunch of small children. Or if, uh, and, uh, and, like, they learned it from him. Or if Soren just learned it from them. There's really no way of ever knowing. I, I, I but mean, I love him so much. God damn. <laughs> I would accept either answer. <laughs> I would watch a spinoff show to give me either answer. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but Soren goes to meet up with them. Uh, at this point, they know that war is coming. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they had to go, go through some puzzles to get up to the spire. Uh, uh, they, they meet up with the Dragon Queen, but she's comatose. Yeah, uh, apparently, like, you know, bro- she's been- she had suffered a broken heart and is pretty much is lying down to die. Yes. Um, uh, and, like, nothing is waking her up. Which, please don't let that happen. Don't don't leave us with old racist grandpa dragon to lead us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so, uh, now they, they do have uh, Ibis there, who is the, uh, the Skywing elf, um, who... Um. Uh, Callum immediately goes, "Hey, can you teach me how to turn my arms into wings? Because I saw you do it. And it's really cool." And he was like, "Humans can." And uh, Callum goes, "Yeah, yeah, humans can't learn magic." And just does like several spells in a row. He's like, "I've heard all of that." 
<laughs> which the guy's like, well, fuck me sideways. Here's exactly how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like, not gonna fight him. Anymore. Saw it with his own eyes, accepted what he saw, moving on. Um, now he's not he's not quite able to do it immediately. Um, yeah, but like, did we actually say what the spell did? Uh, it it just turns, it, tur- it turns your arms into wings. Turns your arms into wings. Yeah, yeah, which allow you to fly. Yeah. Um, so they, they get to the top, uh, later, uh, later on the, the remnants of the Sunfire Elves, uh, make it to, uh, the Stormspire. With Amala. Yeah. With, um, with Amaya and, and, uh, Soren. Um, they're there. Uh, Ezrin leaves with, uh, that one red dragon to go recruit as many dragons as possible. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, the plan is basically that all of the warriors will be at the bottom defending the spire. Um, the and ones that the ones that start climbing the spire, Callum will blast off. Yep. Callum is like literally their last line of defense. Uh, technically, the last last line is Rayla, but really she's just there to keep Zim happy and calm. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you know, and sure enough, uh, Callum does come into play. He does to take out about. You know, 10, 13 people. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and, and also, you know, for the season, the, for the season finale, I, this is something that I didn't realize on the, uh, on my first watch uh, or the time between my first watch, and my rewatch, I guess I had, you know, for some reason censored it in my mind. Cause I thought, I, I thought about it, you know, similar to the, uh, to the, like the finales in like Avatar we're like, yeah, there's these giant battles that no one really seems to die in. Oh, no, no. people died. People died. People died at Dragon Prince. People die. Case of dies bad. Yeah, case case of dies. Uh, we see a lot of people get stabbed through the throat. Uh, Callum catches bodies. Yeah. Um. So they so they have their bit. Their I mean, bit. they're not like ultra blooded and have that, but like. Oh, but uh, yeah, people died. Yeah, case of gets like an arrow through the eye. You don't yeah. need a lot of blood to, for that to be like a, an image that sticks with you. Well, there's, there wasn't a lot of blood because everybody was like lava people. Yeah, but I'm just saying that like, but like for like a PG rating kind of thing, yeah. like you don't really need blood for like to be like, oh, the fucking arrow through the eye, that guy's dead. Um, but yeah, so they so they have the the big finale battle. Um, Ezra comes back with a fleet of with dragons a, with, with a whole wing of dragons. Um, but uh, they also, you know. Varen's army came loaded for dragon. Sure did. Uh, as they use like basically these chain ballistas to capture the dragons and presumably drain them of their of their life and power and use them at, use them as weapons of war afterwards. Yes. Uh, also, uh, the dragon's fire breath sadly empowers uh, and makes the uh, the enemy stronger. Yeah. Um, which was not good. Yeah. Um, uh, does break free. He, uh, he does charge Soren. Uh, he, he does, charges he charges Callum. Callum. Uh, cause he, no, he, uh, Kasev charges through Soren and, uh, and Amaya and, uh, the, uh, Sun Elf General. Yeah. Uh, takes all of them handily. Uh, is probably about to kill Callum before the other of the five kingdoms. Durin. Uh, Durin shows up, uh, led with, by with Corvus and uh, the the jelly tart uh, baker and the and, and the, all uh, of the broken uh, the the broken, broken chain people. Yes, that was that was a touch I didn't notice before that they were flying. They flew their flags under the bro- the symbol of the broken chain, 
which I I was like, that's such a wonderful touch. Yeah. Like, it, these people were not weak-willed people. These people were just, they had morals, and they knew that, the, that like, they'd heard what their king had said and was like, no, they're right. Like, this isn't the fight that we should be partaking in. And so they came back to do the right thing. I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, the Queen of Durin, uh, person, she she fires first, so we know it's her arrow that killed Kasif. Yes. Uh, and once again, in like a single lobby, because it's three arrows hit him simultaneously. One in the eye, like one in the chest, and one like lower. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she did it from an angle she couldn't see him at. Which, you know, honestly, I'm wondering, this lady's been, she was trained to kill Thunder. <laughs> Thunder killed both my mamas. I'm, I'm coming for that motherfucker when I get big. <laughs> King Harold just happened to get him first. <laughs> uh, Thunder just would have been sitting on a perch one day and just bam. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't even see it coming. Like he, she, she shot Kesa from his own intrusive thoughts. <laughs> um. Then there's a there, then the then the rest of her army follows a, fires a volley uh, that pretty much pretty much guts uh, Viren's forces. Because uh, the funny thing is, like, if, like. Uh, the way that the sun the sun elves fight is uh, they get into like uh, phalanx uh, like sp- like uh, shield positions. Yeah. Um, but they're clearly not trained like Spartans, like uh, because like uh, they they mostly do, do use swords because of how their technology works and how like sun elf like weapons work. Uh, so like they have like the back the people behind them kind of come up and poke over with their swords. Yeah. Um, which makes sense for how their culture does weaponry. Um, like obviously in a in a in a in a world where like they couldn't do it, they'd be like us, where like they would have used spears. Um, but considering that their their most powerful weapons are gonna be swords because of how their technology works. So I, I got that. But I was like, also because because that's how the technology works, they don't use arrows. Yeah. Um, the the moonshot elves they 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 do you they will use arrows, they do carry bows. Yeah. Um, but like, like you could have looked at that battle from like any perspective and been like, oh yeah, uh, if they can hide behind that phalanx and just keep shooting arrows, Viren's people are pretty fucked. Yeah. Um, but they didn't have that. Like, so when that comes in to be like the big thing from Durin, it's like, oh yeah, that, that, that would definitely change the side of battle because they were very good about like once, once the lines got broke, reforming to a smaller position, reforming to a smaller position. Like, uh, that's a thing you see constantly throughout that battle. Um, so when when they break, uh, Soren uh, comes upon uh, like Ezrin uh, gets knocked off his dragon and uh, has Viren standing over him. Uh, Viren about to just fucking kill the kid, and uh, Soren comes up to one side and is like, "Dad, don't do this. I am the crown's guard. Uh, my life for my king." Claudia stands on the other side. Uh, of no, Viren. no. Let Viren kill kill Ezrin. Let Vi- let our dad ki- murder this nine year old. Yeah, because he's our dad. Because he knows what's best. Yeah, like it may seem bad, but what he's doing is the best thing for humanity. And uh, Soren makes his choice, and he kills Viren. Yeah, for Viren to turn into three butterflies. <laughs> yeah, well, he 
let's not take away from Soren. Soren made the decision to kill his father. Yes, and felt it. Yeah. Like, he drops his sword, is just like, I can't believe what I've done. Um, like, uh, but he turns to three butterflies, and then Claudia begins to smile very evilly. Like, maybe her, like, she, she's so light and fluffy for most of the time. Like, I, I don't want to say maybe for the first time ever, because I don't want to believe that's who she truly is, but it does seem like push come to shove, that is who she is. It kind of is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and she goes, oh, the real battle was never down here. Yeah, this was all a distraction. Which has me wondering, because it could be that uh, Viren told her that, oh, it's just a, this is just an illusionary form. Yes. There's nothing to it. So she just may have told, she may have told Soren that as all part of the theater. Yeah. And may have believed that, that the illusion couldn't have killed uh, Ezrin. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how much of that is a lie, because clearly the illusion had, like, weight to it. Yes. Because, uh, you know... It, I mean, Soren stabs through it, like, clearly and, and fills the it, And then it, it bleeds. And it bleeds. Yeah. So, presumably, there, it wasn't just an illusion. Yes. It was more of a doppelganger than anything else. Yeah. Um, um, but even then, like, the fact that she had, like she was playing it out for time, like... That's, that's still an evil thing to do to your brother. Yeah. But uh, we see Rayla uh, battling Viren poorly. Yeah. Uh, she is just very outmatched. Well, I mean, at the very least, Viren is the guy who took both of her parents. Yes. Oh, I'm not saying there's no reason that's like that. Like, oh, weak, weak Rayla. I'm like, no, 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 she's just uh, she fighting the boss. Yeah, <laughs> by herself. Um, and uh, but uh, ultimately, uh, Zim manages to run out of the chamber. Uh, he freezes her in ice and tells her he'll come back for it later. Um, Bait they- then brings her a torch because Bait has been the is the other MVP of the season. There's Fifi yes. and then there's Bait. Yes. Uh, every time you, you you miscalculate them. He also helps distract uh, Viren by, like, uh, by using... By flashbang. Uh, by, uh, you know, by solar flashbang. flaring. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, n- never... It's, it's, it's like that Hobbit lesson. Like, you you, you don't under... Uh, or Lord of the Rings. Like, you don't underestimate, like, those little things. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, Viren uh, gets up to the top... And uh, the whole time he, the whole time he's stalking Zim, um, because remember Zim hasn't really flown. Yes, uh, he he's flown like little tiny tiny glidey bits. Yeah. But as for like actually flying the entire season, you've seen him trying to, but other than like a little bit of like gliding, uh, he really hasn't managed to accomplish anything. And uh, and it's uh, the air is thin and uh, and the wind is strong up there at the top of the mountain. On top of the spire. And uh, so, uh, Viren gets him cornered, uh, and Zim takes off and flies. And uh, that was not good enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Viren then casts his fucking black hole spell uh, to suck Zim back in. Uh, and start to drain him of his rainbow. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to call it. Um, is this life is, force. Yeah, I, this is a thing that I don't like in uh, in pretty much any fiction. Anything where you can see the life force leaving somebody, um, and 
like it becomes this nebulous thing of like how much life force do they have before the because it's always used for dramatic effect and it's like and it's like well the spell failed did he get that life force back or is yeah like did it or did does Zim have like six back? months <laughs> yeah or does like Zim have like six months left in him yeah like what does what does all of that mean or or is it or is it or is it like you know or is it like in Dresden where like you know as long as you don't burn away all your soul you'll eventually grow a soul back yeah um. Like, I, I, it always bothers me a little bit. I, I don't hold it against Dragon Prince because once it's very effective and it is. Uh, and it's very it's very tropey. Yeah. Um. The only the only thing I could possibly have you know asked for more is if there was actually a physical effect on Zim as his life force was draining away. Yeah. Like if he started like bleaching or something. But uh, but Rayla gets up there uh to try to stop him. Uh, realizes that like, uh, like she's too late. Yeah, Callum is on his way up. You know here. You know after uh, after watching Case of Die, and uh, he manages to get up there um, just shortly uh, behind Rayla. But Rayla, having to think quickly, has uh, used the only move that she had available to her, which was uh, she went into her creator wrestler uh, set and added Goldberg's spear. Yep. And uh, and took that motherfucker off the mountain. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much uh, turn turn Veeran inside out. Because um, he's standing in the middle of the platform when he's drawing uh, Zim in. Uh, she spears him off the side. Yeah. Uh, so they began falling. So uh, Callum uh, uh, jumps and tries to dive and catch her uh, while you know chanting the spell. Uh, he makes it work because, in his words, he realized that he loved um, uh, Rayla. Rayla, and uh, they kind of like have this this sweet little moment where they confess their love for each other, and then they fly back up to the top of the spire. Yeah, uh, Zim has just well, once again we don't know what the effect of that soul spell was, but he's able to just fly his way his happy ass little back up there. I mean, presumably he's fine. Yeah, um, with. Uh, uh, and then Viren just kind of like falls into uh, a disappearing Disney death. Um, and uh, with all of the forces gathered, uh, they the the Dragon Queen finally does reawaken. Yes. Um, and she sees that you know the not only are there are elves and humans here, but they have brought back her her child. Yes. And uh, she is overjoyed and uh the series would end on that moment but it has one last little thing for you oh also you know just you know the the avatar fan in me would not will not rest unless i you know make mention of literally all possible uh uh ships in the show uh amaya and the sun elf general are holding hands in that final scene uh that's a good thing to note i i will go at uh uh, I will say that that is more than a ship. <laughs> uh, it might be the very first thing that happens to Amaya in season four. Oh, them getting together? Uh, no, that uh, she proposes. Okay, I mean, I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's actually what bothers me. I can't remember the, the Son of General's name. It's because she's a major character in season four because uh, they're getting married. Ah. Um. Um, but, uh, but yeah, also, like, you know... But I'm glad you did notice that, because, yes, it was clearly a thing they were, they were putting in there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then we get one, the one last little gut punch of, uh... You see, Varen 
is back. Yep. He wakes up. Claudia, uh, her eyes were completely black. They they get back to the normal color. Also, her hair is like half white now. Yes, she had the she had a streak of white like like, like rogue from like, evolutions. Yeah, um, like from doing the uh, the deer uh, spell on Soren. Yeah, um, but now her now she's a half and half, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know she tells uh, she tells her father like. Oh, good, you're back. And he was like, "Oh, I, I, can't, believe I can't believe I can't believe I survived that fall." She's like, like, "You didn't. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't be surprised because you did not." And uh, then uh, he's like, "Oh, what what happened to uh, uh, the bug?" And she's like, "Oh, uh, two days ago, it got into that. Uh, uh, it, it went over there to that corner and turned itself into a chrysalis." And uh, man, is it creepy! And it is giant. And glowing, <laughs> yeah. Which I would, I would, I would uh, like to state the the um, the caterpillar over the course of season three had grown. Originally, yes. it was like it was based just like the size of a Bluetooth on Varen's ear. Yes. Uh, by the time after he has conquered the Sun Elves, it is like a coiled snake around his shoulders. Yes. Uh, it had been growing in power this entire time. Uh, once again, though it spoke with Erevos' voice and his authority, it was not Erevos. Um, uh, it is like, they call it like the beast in season four. Okay. Yeah. You know, and, uh, presumably in season four, it, it hatches out of the chrysalis. Uh, it was literally the last thing I saw happen. Oh God. <laughs> uh, at the end of episode four. <laughs> uh, so yes, it will. Two years of pupating. Uh, yeah, uh, the the very first season uh, scene of season four is that they reshow that scene and uh, Vera's like, oh my god, I can't believe you were able to like uh, bring me back so quickly. And she's like, quickly? Dad, it's been two years. <laughs> it's been over two years. Like, it's the same scene but they like edit some more into, the, into oh, okay. it. okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dad, you've been dead for a minute. <laughs> um... But uh, but yeah, that's that's season. Which really three. makes me wonder what the hell she used to revive him. I don't want to say anything more right yeah. now. Uh, not until we do we do our not until season five comes out. And we're we're talking a retrospective on uh on season four. On season four. But uh, yeah. So uh, having rewatched it, like, how are you feeling about Dragon Prince? I mean, I think I think we covered in our opening statements of this recap. This was a lot better on the second go around. Um, I enjoyed um, it a hell of a lot on my fir- and, my first and, time watching. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. Don't I'm not yeah. knocking it. the. It was it was better on the second go round, and I loved it on the first one. Yeah. Um. Like but, uh, like drag this show has not has not really missed for me. Um, like there 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 are some gripes that I have, but the gripes that I have are are world building stuff that I think is put there specifically so I can feel this way. Um, when we, we mentioned it with Soul Regum and the, the, the way that the universe handles dark magic. Um, like, and, and that's one of those things I really don't know if, if I'm ready to say that this bad or good until we end, until we get more information on exactly what dark magic is. Yeah. Um, cause like the, the only people so far, the only people that we've, that we know, that we have had testify about it aren't really reli- reliable uh, narrators. Yeah. Like, you know, Soul Regum is, is you know, fuck him. 
um, and the Moonshadow Elves don't know enough. That everything that Rayla says sounds like shit she heard from somebody else. Yeah. Um, yeah and he, once again, Viren, uh, Viren had Harrow not died, Viren would not have gone down the path that he had gone down. Yeah. So Viren had been doing these dark magic. We see in that old ritual, like when he does the the spell to kill thunder, we see that even then uh, he had been using dark magic for so long that, that he had, had changed. that he had that form cha- that form look. Um, but it just clearly had not like corrupted his mind because this happens not too long before the events of the show proper, and this wasn't like a big step. Once again, like he rode with Harrow. That you cannot. Like, like that that could, that is not a he small. He rode deal. with Harold both times. He rode with Harold to fight the pyro, uh, you know, class whatever the hell it was called. Um, and he rode with him to get vengeance on Thunder. Yes, like that man was down to ride it out. He was like him and the king were brothers. Like it is not insignificant that uh, when Harrow had his portrait made, he asked Viren to stand by his side for it. Yeah, like that Viren is clearly was not manipulating Harrow to get to that position. They were best friends. And um, and in a show that's all about the cycles of revenge, you can also be like, okay, well, you know, the Moon Elves killed uh, Harrow. That's definitely that's definitely a reason for him to continue the cycle. Like, cause uh, like just by just by the very nature of the fact that uh, he killed Thunder, something that like was considered to be almost impossible, they managed to pull it off, and his immediate thought is now let's go kill the, the, the baby so that we know that, like, uh, that's not going to become a problem for us later. Like, tells you, like, that's where his brain is. Like, he knows the cycle and knows it's going to continue, and he's trying to minimize losses on his side. Yeah. Like, when the karmic wheel comes around, he's trying to make sure that, like, uh, that uh, his side is taking the least of it that possible. Um. And I don't think black magic figures into that. I don't think it corrupted him to be that way. I think it's literally a response to the world they'd grown up in because Harrow was the same way. And yeah. Harrow didn't have those corruptions on him. Which honestly, if you know, if 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 Varen had been, you know, just a one step more tidy and just, you know, loaded came loaded to kill two dragons instead of one. <laughs> uh, you know, it everything probably would have been fine. I like, he's like, all right, yeah. Because so far, because the only thing, the only misstep he had was not going. Oh, the dragon queen might hold a grudge. Yeah. Um, but I like that. I like that. Like, um, you know, because this is still made for like the same demographic that like uh, that Avatar was, but this is a lot less clean. Yeah. Like, uh, and I like the dirtiness of the setting. Like, even then, once again, it's it, we're still it's it's still you know made for children, but like. Uh, but that does, that is not a, a derogatory or detractive thing to say about. Well, it. I've like I've always been of the opinion that, that it, you can make you can make you know material for kids without having to talk down to them. Yes. Um, and it it, it it helps you know you know reach that wider audience is going to make you the that's going to keep your series long lasting and well loved if you can talk to broader issues. Um. Like, and there's a lot here. Yeah, like you know, at, like Avatar was a show aimed at you know young kids and early teens. Um, there is a reason that people in their 40s say that that's the greatest cartoon ever made. 
Um, you know, Dragon Prince seems to be of that same in that same ilk. Yeah. Um, it, with its only like real, the only like real detracting sticking point is like uh, whether or not you can get over the cell shade animation style that it has, um, which every season looks even better. Yeah. Like last week we talked about Berserk, and I said like I don't believe that animation could ever live up to what Miura does. Um, and they tried it with the cell shade animation for uh, the uh, the reboot of Berserk, and it didn't work because it just didn't have the budget behind it. Like, well, and also so, Miura's style is very detailed. Yes, um, you can get closer with something like like Dragon Prince does have most of its soldiers do wear pretty unique armor. Like most most of the identifiable soldiers. Like there are like armies that that. that are kind of more generic looking, but even when you, if you if you actually pay attention to a lot of the units that were just making up the swarming units, they would have little tiny differences about them, like whether or not they had like a strap over their shoulder, their shoulders, um, or they were actually wearing something more akin to armor, because uh, all their all their clothing kind of got burned off when they got turned into rage monsters. Yeah, um, and so they're in kind of like various states of like disrepair and 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 tearing. Uh, but they were not just a, a fully homogenized, unique army that was running through uh, to be mowed down by Soren and um, and more uh, by Amaya. Yeah. Queen Amaya, as she is. <laughs> Queen of the battlefield, at least. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I, I absolutely love this show. Um, uh, I can't wait for season five to come out, even though I haven't even se- finished season four. Like, it's rough that they only do nine-episode seasons. Yeah. But, you know, hey, in nine episodes, they tell a fucking banger of a story. Hell yes. Uh, um, and like I said, it, I, was, it, I was not joking. Like, uh, I'm going to, as soon as I can, pick up the, the Dragon Prince uh, RPG book, and maybe we'll do a review for that as a as a tabletop setting at some point. Yeah, it it, it is out. I don't think the physical release is out yet. I'm not certain. Yeah, but we'll I, see. Got, I know. I know the PDF is available for purchase. But yeah, uh, so that was a uh, that was our recap of of, of Dragon Prince season three. Um, this is Capricorn Podcast. I was your host Patrick. Uh, this is your co-host Jared. Say bye, Jared. Uh, I decided that I did want it enough, so now I do naturally just know how to cast all magic of all types. Yeah. That was the, that was a season two thing. That was a season two thing. It, it, I still, I do still have that gripe. Um, to be fair, it, it's a little bit of an Avatar thing, though. Avatar did have a thing where, like, if a character wanted it badly enough, like, or just would suddenly gain the power of it, blood bending met- and metal bending. Um. Well, no, because like blood, blood, blood bending, metal bending, they had, they did have to come to some unique understanding like you know with bloodbending it was like yeah every even even people are filled with liquid and liquid is just another form of water uh toff her blindness allowed her that extra sensitivity to earth to find them the earth and metal um it's humans had it rough for a while <laughs> and you mean to tell me that no human ever talked to an elf said how do you do that how how do you do that moon voodoo that you do and they said, well, you just sit around and you hum and then you ting and then moon prism power. Uh, oh, we didn't even talk about any of the sailor transformations. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. They, they do a couple of them in this season. Yeah, I know they, they definitely did one for Callum. Uh, 
They do one for Callum, and they do one uh, at another point in the series too. What somebody who's riding? I can't remember what it was. No, they they did one for a new Lunella. That's it. When she when she she dons her it. human uh, form. Uh, I think that's just what they do for forms now, and I'm all for it. Oh yeah. Like when somebody decides to. I'm, I'm all about it now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So great. Um. But uh, <laughs> but I was gonna say I I. Now, once again, this is further. This is just a, a last word of like maybe like uh, fan theorizing, but or headcanon. But you know, it, it's easy to say that Callum just wanted it more in a way that nobody else did. Callum also had more communication and more experience around the people and a friendly can talk to them way than most humanity has ever had in all of its history. Um. And did have a deeper understanding of the magical nature. And considering that all of Zadia is filled with magic dirt, yeah, it kind of becomes a little bit more obvious. Like, because Cal, like, because that thing, that, like, uh, the Erevos cube does not glow in most of their time when they're ex- when they're just in human lands because there's not magic to manipulate there. Yeah, and um, and him having a big orb of magical power to, to draw from and stuff like that, it kind of makes a little bit more sense, like, why humans couldn't do it before. Because the elves and the dragons and all of them didn't want to share that power. Yeah. Which is just, you know, that's an extra fuck you to the magical races of Xadia. Yeah, so the, the more I've sat on the more I've started to think that it, it wasn't because it yeah, an extra I, I, special I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think I didn't think of the racism angle. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's less Gal's an extra special boy. It's more of like, fuck the dragons, yeah. really. Yeah, that's it. You, you, I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't come at it from that, from that angle. Now I'm more mad, but I'm less confused. <laughs> so thank you for that. Woo! Alright. But yeah, this is Cavalry Podcast. Uh, the recap of Dragon for season, season three. Um, like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do this again when season five comes out. Okay. Uh, I, oh, I, I do love doing these. Um, I just hate we have to wait so long between them. Um, I'm hoping that that big break like meant that we're getting another because the first three seasons came out pretty close to one another. Yeah, and then we took this big big break. I'm hoping that this we're gonna get back to. Yeah, because that that's the only thing I will say this real quick about season four. It clearly has it. Feel, there's a feel to it, like why it has the mystery of Erevo's subtitle. It feels like the first three seasons were like um, while they are called books, uh, Avatar style and Korra style. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a completed book. Kind of like Lord of the Rings is made of like two oh, books. Yeah, like first three seasons do feel like a completed story. Yes, um, season two begins like uh, it feels like it's a sequel to that story. Uh, it takes place two years later. Most of the storylines have wrapped up. They're on to new shit now. Yeah, um, this feels like we're doing the sequel. So that that could be like one of the reasons why we took this long break is we're gonna get like the next two parts and have the completed story all together pretty quickly. Yeah, possibly. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm, either way, I, 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 I just want more. Right. Uh, I, I need the, I need a, I need a nonstop conveyor belt of, uh, of dragon prints poured into my eyes. Um, but uh, you 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 can find us on uh, pretty much any, anywhere podcasts are are found in your pocket of choice. Uh, give us a like, give us a comment, give us a follow. Um, all of the all of the things. Hit all of the buttons. Um, and uh, let us know how you how you feel about uh, Dragon Prince season three. Um, you know, we'll, yeah, and, and also if you click the link in our description. It will lead you to our Anchor FM page where you can leave a voicemail and you can be part of the podcast. We'll we'll give anybody airtime. We're not we're not. You know, yeah. Why do you think Corey? We're not, we're not dignified. Yeah. 
Absolutely no shame. Um, but yeah, we will catch you next time. Peace.